practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensor media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. We are live in the studio. We got humans. We got humans. At least for this week we do. I don't know if they'll make it. Hopefully you survive after this. We have Chris Walker live in the studio. We have, uh, are you keeping rolling forever for a reason or what's going on? Can't hey, Chris, we'll send you it's a okay. contact tracing app for your iPhone. So just in case anything goes wrong in the next seven days, you can let them know you were around, you know, members of the Adam Dunn staff. Oh, great. You're, you're so considerate. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Oh, it, it, it's my just a new God. iPhone update. Listen to him. He's, he's back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We've got, may, we've got mayhem. Fucking. Okay. You went away MTI. to Vegas. MT, yeah, I forgot his name already. He's been gone for so long. So he went away. He forgot how to use the board. It's still going in the circles. That's amazing. Anyway, we got Chris Walker. If you have award-winning, I have to say award-winning journalist, Chris Walker. It's part of the contract that he made me sign. But uh, we're going to be... A real professional. You know, that's the way we... I'm going to make people do that from now on because I am an award-winning... Oh, shit. Whatever. Uh, Chris has got an awesome uh, podcast called The Syndicate Out, and uh, I've already seen a few people have been listening to it from our chat gang and they're very and they were super impressed right out of the gate and I listened to I actually listened to one episode I'm going to say I'm going to honest be honest I didn't binge watch it yet but you can't really can you it's not even out yet is it all out or is it yeah actually the last episode came out this week so oh, the whole timing. thing is bingeable so now our our listeners can listen to the entire thing in, in succession and they're hour they're hour episodes they're 30 minutes to 40 oh, minutes okay. each cool. yeah you can bang that out like it's like th- Three of our shows, <laughs> right? right? Um, we're going to also talk about all these other, a uh, couple other things that stories that he's uh, chased down over the years, and uh, you know, just a little bit about Colorado in general, since that's where we're at, right? And the cannabis scene. What is that? What's going on? Sorry, I was turning on. Oh my! I was turning God. my volume down. Just listen. Do you know there's a warning? It's because on our I got show? a pro here. You guys are making me look bad. This is what's going on. I knew this was going to happen. I knew. Wait. You bring a professional, you know? award-winning journalist in, and then we have mayhem. We can't turn off the fucking intro. Does he? You got does he? Do you have on. a warning on your show, Chris? <laughs> I because don't have I a warning ju- on my show like that, I, but. I just turned the YouTube broadcast on, you know, so I can look at the chat during the show. Right. And I got a warning. Explicit content. Do you want to continue? When did this fucking happen? <laughs> on, our curse? on our show? On our show? Yes. Oh, actually, right yeah, now. no, I do. I do have a warning at the top of my episodes on my show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the whole podcast world is getting shook up right now because of the fucking Spotify shit because they're mm. just going. And, and did you notice that Amazon is now getting into the – everyone is in the game now. It's crazy. Amazon is starting their own platform. Yeah. And Google, which is sneaky as fuck, you know what they do? is you have to opt out if you don't want to be on their thing. You can't sign, like, it's weird. It's like, instead of saying, hey, would you like to? So when, so Spotify sends a letter that says, do you want to be on the platform? 
and you're like, nah, I don't give a fuck. And then, uh, but Google says, if you want to opt out, you got to do all this work. <laughs> it's like, what? Fuck that. It's, it's like, it's like wow. U2, it's like when U2 put that fucking album on my stupid fucking iPod or whatever. That oh, yeah, they, they, they that. sold that iPod that yeah. had, like, a bunch of U2 already on it. Yeah, and I, and then it gets into my playlists, and now every iPhone that I ever buy, I have fucking U2. I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible, and it comes on all Wait, the time. Wait, you, you still can't it. delete that? You have Does to, your VCR flash noon? No, you have to get a. You have to go download another app to get rid of that thing. You can't just oh delete my God. it. It's undeletable. Undeletable. That's what this show's going to be. We're going to make it so it gets on your thing and never can get it off, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> Bono is always just sweetly whispering into your ears. Oh, it's so many. Well, the thing that sucks is that uh, Sunday, I used to be. I, I used to transfer all my. In, I used to, like I don't buy anything, and you know? I'm fucking. Who wants to buy music, right? I've always had so much music from friends and places that I was like, ah, I'm good, but it gets so hard to put it on now and that I'm like, I'm just lazy. And so all I have is YouTube on every fucking thing. It's really, it's sad. You put my, if my phone like connects to anybody's Bluetooth, all of a sudden it'll just automatically play. They'll be like, you like YouTube? I'll be like, no, dude, I don't. It's just, anyway, <laughs> enough of them. They got a bunch of free ads out of me now on my own show. Um, we also have Tommy from fucking uh, uh, Fish Shit. Look Fish at you. Shit. Look at you representing over here. Where's your shirt? How come you're not wearing your shirt? Don't you have one, Dave? Um, I don't have one, so wow. I can't rip. I don't know. Anyway. I think I do. Tommy I think, no, Fish. he did Tom, send me one. It was too small. Tommy is an avid um, uh, skydiver. Oh, cool. So I just thought, this makes so much sense. Yeah, skydiving factors into my story, as you'll yeah, hear about soon. Exactly. And then, and you know, the I've been wanting to get Tommy on anyway. And then he told me, well, well, we'll talk about it on the show. But he basically was like, oh, I was like, you, I wanted you, because I wanted him to skydive into the show. That was my big plan. Like, all right, you need to go and you need to set it all up. I want you to land on the mic. I had all these plans. And he told me some, some stories about late, lately. I think he's, he's, I think he's taking a break. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, I don't know how cool that would be. And, you know? Could and, you imagine the and we're going to talk to uh, Scott Ruby. I think he's the official, well, he's not the Botard, but he was a wit witness to the latest Botard incident in Michigan. His neighbor's house blew up, like, was it yesterday? Day before yesterday? Literally, hash oil explosion and the neighbor's house, propane tanks exploding in the whole nine yards. Oh, shit. Wow. And our, well, wasn't the street so there's, done there's well? And, and, and uh, he, and, and of course, our friend is a, is a cannabis guy, so he knew right away what was going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's usually when those situations, no one knows what the fuck's happening. He kind of figured it out pretty quick, but he said he ran into the fire with fucking shards of glass flying, and it was like, yeah, sounds pretty amazing. So there's also a hash oil explosion in my show. Oh, see, so. we're just like linking. Spoiler, up. we're linking it all up. Right, you don't have to listen to the show anymore. You pretty much know what's going yeah. on. All right, next show. So no. you live. <laughs> so that's good. We know you live at the end of the show. I mean, there's no, not to worry about that. He did not. It wasn't my basement that exploded. But I. He is a jerk. I understand that. Does not take those kind of risks. <laughs> Let's get us for sure. So, um, and when we have Scott on, that means we're having the Illuminar giveaway at the end of the show. So, if you haven't, you have still three hours to get your entry in. All you got to do is go to donedealatadamdunshow.com and send us a little note saying why you need a fucking light. I need a light. And then we'll fucking get it to you. Mm -hmm. You don't have three hours I I like to send it in. in a row this show. I'm just like on a roll. We'll give you another 60 minutes to send in your, your, uh, 
your uh, request with your your story as to why you could use the light and please send us your phone number very important and you got to know the word of the month um so know that too i think every kid and, who makes uh, fingerboards has more more people than me so you see that, you see that? oh yeah i did it's see like, that yeah <laughs> I might as well just. I might as well quit. I might as well quit the entire. Sh- if there's kids with fingerboard episodes out there that are making more, have more followers, then I might as well. I might as well give up now as we speak. Yep. Yes. Numbers mean oh, nothing. The, uh, Otherwise, we'd be nothing. This is a long time ago. They don't mean shit. I, I, no, you can't go by that stuff. Pop culture and and this show will eventually. Maybe this will be pop culture at one point in time, but right now it's educational, and uh, we cater to a. Oh, you know what's funny? Very... As I was just thinking, I was just thinking about how I was going to try to impress Chris with my awesome intro today and how bad it was. Mm-hmm. I had this whole. I remember as I was going to sleep, I was like, "Oh yeah," and then I'm going to pull in like the crossroads cannabis is the mainstream, and I'm going to explain it all. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best thing ever. Totally forgot all of that. Yep. Something. <laughs> That's how this show goes yeah. down the tubes, right out of the gate. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. We dropped the ball. We dropped the ball. Um, well, what's really cool is we don't have to wait for someone to call in now because they're actually hanging out right here. So we can just roll into the show. And first of all, everybody just go and download. Before you even start the show, go to your podcast, download the syndicate so you don't forget because that's the problem with the show is most <laughs> people forget everything they've heard right after the show. Well, it's probably not a bad thing. But Why uh, don't you uh, then, then tell them where they need to go to download it? Anywhere. Come on. If you can get this show on your fucking phone, you should be able to find it. But Yeah, so it's, it's on all <laughs> podcast platforms. So Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Does anyone, actually, YouTube? does anyone actually use Stitcher? I was going to say Stitcher sucks because they, they always embed ads into your shit before. Like, if you give it to them, then it oh, has yeah. all these new ads that, you, that have nothing to do with your show. So we don't use Stitcher. Um, Google, yeah, where, wherever you get podcasts, you can find it. Easy enough. Easy enough. Um, and before we talk about that, let's talk about your... Okay, so you basically... Are you from Colorado originally? Or where are you from? I'm not. I'm from Southern California. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, So like many transplants ended up in Colorado mm-hmm. in 2015. That um, was the year. Yeah, so I, my background is in magazine journalism. And so I used to work for the Alt Weekly in Los Angeles, LA Weekly. Um, and at the time, they were owned by the same company that owns Westward here in Denver. Okay. So I came out to Colorado to work for Westward and was a staff writer there for three and a half years um, until like mid last year. Right. So covered a ton of stuff there. And um, the story at the center of the syndicate is about this pot smuggling group that basically hid in plain sight in Colorado's legal cannabis industry, but they became one of the most prolific black market um, smuggling operations in the United States, shipping most of their stuff to Minnesota. Half um, the people that listen to the show are like, no way, man, we were the most prolific. Come <laughs> on. Was the, the surfers? <laughs> yeah, point break. Um, Dave. Yeah, no. That, we're well, blaming skydivers from now on. That's where it's going to go. We're oh, switching. it was the skydivers. <laughs> They're the ones that do it all. You know that. Um, no, that, actually, that is a good point. I mean, this is one of the biggest that we know about. So if you're a more successful yeah, black market operation. Call in and tell us so we can you know, just you don't, get the accolades. <laughs> we, you, you tell it. us where you are. Yeah, if, if you're a more successful operation, you don't get busted and um, taken down by the man. Um, but this one, yeah, for reasons that we can get into... Um, we're fairly savvy in terms of like hiding right within the legal regulated cannabis industry. 
Um, so there aren't really other examples that we know of um, of groups doing that at the extent that this group was. Well, I have to say, when you sent me uh, when you sent me the the email, and basically I saw the word skydiving, <laughs> cannabis smuggling, money, bags of money, I was like, oh, no brainer right here. Definitely going to be something. <laughs> I think our listeners will be at least you know stay awake for. I don't know if they, they'll be super excited, but they'll stay awake for it. I mean, we have a very yeah. we have a very difficult crowd. They always want it has to be growing and strain related or else they get really edgy. So so as long as you can throw some strain names in there, they'll keep them, that'll keep them really happy. And actually <laughs> I did hear it on the first episode they 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 mentioned a few, so. Yeah. I'll I'll quiz you if you can remember your own show, but. They were growing <laughs> they were going stra- they were going strawberry cough, mm-hmm. golden goat, sour diesel. Sour diesel. Yeah. yeah. There was a, there was um, one other one. There was I think one it was other. Green Crack yep, too. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he did it. All right. He knows his own show. Oh. That's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> glad I passed that. For sure. Um you know, and that's the thing. I think when people real like, you know, there, there's always going to be opportunistic people when it comes to situations that are ch- like, like with cannabis. As far as you know, you you got a huge warehouse. Especially back in the day, it was like very loose compared to now. Um, you know, everybody in the beginning was saying how they're going to have cameras in every corner, and of course, we all know that everyone knows their own fucking spot. You know what I mean? There's right. going to be a corner that something's not going to be seen or whatever, and. Ton, you know, as we know, lots of lots of product moved out of state. Uh, a lot of those bad actors were, you know, cartel related. There was a few big ones here. I remember. Do you remember when they rolled up uh, guys on Federal with all the Infinite Wellness, something like that? You no, know, there was ten of them or something connected, and they were all. We we walked in the next morning and toured it, and you could see all the wires where the DEA came and cut everything across. They're just hanging from everywhere. <laughs> People had to use iPhones because they turned the power off in the building. To go look at it. <laughs> yeah, they had like there was like ten of them in one yeah one swoop right. They came in boom, and that was all. Yep. And, and so that did whole, they leave any goodies after their raid, or did the DEA just take everything? You would be fucking surprised, man. The Jonesers would be pissed off. There was nothing left. I mean, nothing. And that Dust. Was, and that was and that was oh yeah VIP. There you go. Good one, Mike. VIP. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, everybody knows now. Armchair quarterbacks over here. Yeah, VIP. Um, but when those guys went down, that was all because of one dumbass with a photo of our, with uh, some a- AR-15s and some in and and weed rooms, and he kind of was sending photos out like this is the weed, and it's you know you know it's in Colorado, will, so it's like that will do it. Come on, guys. <laughs> and possible connections to the money to the fucking cartels i mean it was clear as day the guy that showed up to look show us the broom pulled up in like a maserati wearing alligator boots no it, it's like come it on dude like you right gotta be romancing this yeah it's like that? it's like come on man you gotta be a little more discreet than that slightly nope. slightly right um, didn't care all right let's get back to this group though um so they uh so i listened to the first one and basically as the story sort of unfolds it it Starts with one character, which is Joe from Minnesota, right? He's kind of like the he's the he's the, the reason it unf- he's the reason it unraveled in the end anyway. Or yeah, so I, I start out the series with teasing the, mm-hmm. the bust that like really kind of spelled the beginning of the end for this group. He's the same as the guy from VIP, basically, who fucked everything up with one. It only takes one traffic stop. It's always a traffic stop, and it's always like what I could have done to not fuck that up and he definitely said when I it's he, it's always the small thing he was a mess he yeah a so mess. so Joe is <laughs> Joe when he gets caught and he's actually the sky the main skydiver in this story too so 
a bunch of fuck ups happen. They're supposed to ship a bunch of pot. Um, I think it was, it was like 60 pounds. Um, so actually not too much. It was 60 pounds that was refused from a sale in Texas and then right. 374 grand. Um, and they were supposed to bring that to Minnesota and his pilot accomplice got cold feet. So Joe, without telling other members of the organization, decides, well, fuck it. I'm just going to rent a middle, rent a minivan and I'm going to drive 1,200 miles from Houston to Minneapolis Which in a straight you, what could go wrong. And if you think about that gauntlet right there, what, like the states you have to go through, it's fucking horrendous already. It's oh, like, yeah. I mean, you're, like, you're going, going through like, basically like nonstop. It's like you're nonstop in the panhandle or something like that for, yeah. for the whole trip. You know what I mean? Instead of, which is always the... The, the one you just got to like pucker your butthole as you drive through it, even if you only have a little gram of weed because you're like, fuck. Right, and then you're spending like the majority of your drive through Kansas, which is one of the most aggressive uh. states when it comes to pulling people over yeah, and searching have, like, cars for they weed. Do the, when they do the double car thing, you know you're fucked. Like they got one on each side and they're facing at that like 45 degree angle. You pull into that, you pretty much know they're, they're it's a 50-50 if they're going to pull you over because they're, they're you know, scoping you hard. Yeah, so, so Joe is playing fast and loose. He throws his pot, all this money in the back of the minivan. He's doing lines of coke, as you do, to make the 1,200-mile drive. Right. And Again, what could go wrong? Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, and so he runs out of gas, goes to this <laughs> gas station, and pays in cash, is, get, goes out of the convenience store, is walking back across the parking lot, and this drunk driver swerves around and runs into him. And so Joe is, you know, he's been doing lines. And so he gets up and starts just like ramming on this guy's window, like, fuck you, like, get out of the car. Oh, I'm yeah. going to kill you. And <laughs> nothing, like, nothing like keeping it cool when you got way, all this Way cash. to be professional. Right. right. I've got, I've got, I can see, Dave, know, I can see uh, Dave doing this, actually. This is, this, yeah, right. This sounds like a Dave move. Fuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I wouldn't have passed out. As soon as somebody said, you're in a car with what? What? Get me the... F I <laughs> no fucking way. So, yeah, he's doing all this in the gas station while he's got all the contraband in his car. <laughs> so, naturally, like, some, you know, some person who's watching calls the cops, and they roll in. Of course. And at first, they're just like... They center, they center their attention on Joe because he's the one who's yelling and making a scene in the, in the parking lot. Sure. And then once they talk to the other driver who just reeks of alcohol, they turn their attention towards him because he's a drunk driver. So Joe somehow sweet talks his way. You know, they're like, well, let us get a, an ambulance for you because your wrist is all messed up. And he's like, oh, I'm okay. Like, I'm just going to get out of here if that's okay. And so... He pulls out of the gas station thinking that he's just avoided getting popped by the cops. And then, <laughs> like, a minute later realizes that in the confusion of everything... He didn't get gas. He forgot to get gas. And so Joe That's pulls... It's a super stoner move right there. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. So Joe pulls a U-turn on the highway, and it turns out that he pulled the U-turn, like, within sight of a drug checkpoint. Oh. So it's like it'd be the exact same of like is you know pulling yeah. a, a U-turn like right in front of a oh, no, alcohol, alcohol check. Yeah, yeah, checkpoint. Yeah, sure. Furtive gesture. No, I, and I know somebody who actually right? tried to do that in Europe at one point. And he's like, oh, I, and he came and he rolled the car. <laughs> what I was trying to do because he tried to go across the grass in the middle and he rolled the car and he had all money in there and he fucking got. So it was almost the same story, but the European version of Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, so he knew he couldn't cheat fate twice, so another cop comes up and 
He said, you know, he's just like, here's what you're going to find in the back of the car. What? He turned up so he fucking what? dry snitched himself? He, he rolled over. He, oh he, bellied, he bellied up oh. right there. Oh. Um, not only, not only bellied Joe. up, but... Joe! I mean, the thing is, he had a good story. He could have said, yeah. dude, call the guy down there. I, he, I would have jumped out of the car I and just said, got hit by a car, man. Just, a drunk driver oh, just hit me. This drunk driver. Your partner is helping me out, man. Uh, come on. Yes. Oh. Well, by his telling, he did mention that, and the cop was just like, oh, well, that's crazy, but you wouldn't mind me searching your car, uh, would you? I hate when they say that. Uh, <laughs> that's the worst one when they're nice to you, and then they go, by the way, and you're like, no. I've had that, too. Notice that Chris <laughs> is not even mimicking the Kansas drawl, you know? I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, can you hear the cop just, you know, I'm going to search your car, boy, and that's it. <laughs> Probably is how it happened. Um, but yeah, not only did he consent to getting his car searched, but by Joe's telling, he was like, you know, I, I had already decided what I was going to say if I was ever in a situation like this. And his quote on my show is, first thing out of my mouth was, I want to work for the DEA. So he, he oh, not see, I didn't get to that point. He not Jesus only got Christ. caught, but no then way. flipped on all of his friends. Oh. And so that was the beginning of the end. Oh. Oh. Is this guy still alive? <laughs> because, man, that's a tough one. Oh. To what a douche move. You know what, though? This is the year of the rat. So this is the perfect episode. Because <laughs> I was just thinking about it the other day. I was like, no one has really taken the idea that this is the year of the rat and everything sucks. <laughs> so I'm like, what so, a dick. <laughs> so do you think that might have something to do with it? I don't know. Anyway, back to the story. So that's the beginning of the end. But yeah, there's a bunch of setup and yeah. story that happens before then. Those are but all stomach drop moments, though. Those are all stomach drop moments where you're just like, you've, like, anybody who's ever been busted or been in a situation like that, they just know there's this weird feel. You get this horrible fucking zoom, and it all comes in, and you think of everything that you could have fucking done, like, should have done and didn't do. And, but to flip like that, that's the stupidest thing I would ever hear. Cause that, I mean, to me, that's, the most important thing you know it's like never you're like loyalty to the to the fucking i mean yeah that's game. fucked anyway go ahead yeah <laughs> i mean now i want to listen because i think joe's a douche anyway he's yeah god joe. he avoided jail so i guess you know he has that going for him but um what was combined do you did they ever come up with a combined like because usually they'll do the combined years of all the people like was there ever that number like that like 500 years from oh it was a lot i mean even low level members of the group were telling me that they were being pressed with 40 48 years each oh my um, god so when this group was busted and and we can go back to how i found out about this it kind of made waves in denver so there were 32 people indicted by the state mm -hmm. and um you know, 52 different criminal counts split up between them in this big grand jury indictment. Mm. So some of the, you know, some of the more cinematic details, like, hey, this group is using skydivers to traffic pot out of state. Now, when you say that, though, I got a little bit, because I was a little bit, like, of course, going straight to the, like, grab a thing and skydive from one state <laughs> to the other. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I was thinking they were skydiving over the state lines and landing in the right state. It wasn't like that. that that's definitely the Hollywood version. Yeah, okay. That, that, would be, that I was that thinking is, at yeah. first, too, is like, you got guys just, you know, jumping just, out at 14,000 like, feet. Like, yeah, can we go bales a little, of pot. Can we go a little more north? Yeah, just a little north. Just another, like, yeah, a little bit a little more. Bit. A little bit. Adam's available to consult on the screenplay, by the way, Chris, whenever you're going to do the movie. You know, just bring in Adam as a technical it's advisor. It's a combination of a few movies already. It's like at this point. Well, we definitely need it's to... point break time, something, time, something. You know, you're like trying to... 
piece it all together. Times Pineapple Express. <laughs> yeah, pine, there you go. That's exactly what I was about to say. Point. Yeah. Oh, pineapple Point. Pineapple Point. Oh, we got it. Yeah. That's where they skydive into, man. <laughs> pineapple Point. Pineapple Point is the drop zone. Yeah, Operation Pineapple Point. Yeah, then boom, we got to hit it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> See, the movie's already been writing itself. <laughs> but uh, so they, yeah, besides the skydiving. Well, some, oh, so, that's, some more so that's how I found out about this. In, uh, in 2015, you know, it was big, splashy press conference by the state of Colorado, like, We've just busted the largest black market group that we've found uh-huh. or know about since we legalized weed in Colorado. Um, and in some of these details, like the fact they were using skydiving businesses as a front mm-hmm. and skydiving planes to traffic weed. Yeah. Um, and then also that this group had been operating five warehouses in Denver. Um, right next door to actual legitimate regulated grow facilities. As um, they do. As they do. And um, children and families. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I know, we're still talking about weed. The so babies. We, exactly. We're never going to, uh, and that's, that's the thing, it's tough because it's always, it, it's always but it's also the, the fucking up the system because all the people that are trying to do things correct, which cost a shitload of money, is just get, you know, especially in the beginning, it's like, yeah, we could all fucking backdoor all this shit and, you know, it's pretty easy, that's not that it's easy in, in a, in, in that sense, but it's more like, yeah, you could, but the best part is if you do it right and you build up an actual uh, numbers of proper things, and just like, you know, when we're selling a billion dollars worth of fucking cannabis, that makes, you know, imagine how much more we would have sold if they didn't fucking backdoor half of it, right? So it would have right. been, been a billion and a half, right? Because who knows what the numbers are. Yeah, and, and so, like, definitely the um, conversations about, like, the morality of all this were really interesting having having those with members of the group as I was reporting this. Um, because, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, the laws are so arbitrary and it's only been a couple decades since weed was illegal everywhere mm-hmm. um but <laughs> as you as you pointed out um yeah i mean one of the things is like it's not quite fair when you do have a regulated industry like colorado to have some people that are just like jumping through all these hoops and just like all of these regulations that the state rams down the throats of these of cannabis businesses and then you've got people that are just doing things totally off the books yeah. um so it makes it it makes it tough for anyone who's trying to you though, know though do it honest do it from, honestly. Though in we the all industry. came from off the books in the first place, so a lot right, of us it's right. like it wasn't really it was more like just never stepped out of that you know. And, and, it was, and but they also made it to the point where it was not possible because all of a sudden it's like fuck you can't the entry point is getting higher and higher and higher to the point like some states you're like entry point five million is like peanuts more like 15 million or 20 you're like what and in the beginning in Colorado you you could wing it pretty good in the beginning at the very very beginning and that's when I think everybody made their that some people saw the future and were like they saw like oh it's going to get more and more expensive can't handle it fuck it we'll go to where we you know we know we can operate yeah no it's crazy like you know in states that are um like recently getting recreational pot or ones that might very soon like New Jersey um, it's just like the bidding wars for these limited number of licenses can get so expensive and it's so corporate now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's actually one of the things that um, is kind of important backstory to know about this group is that they, um, most, of the, most of the members of this group were college friends and family members from Minnesota. And um, at that time, don't you know? 
Don't you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and at that time, when they were operating from 2010 to 2014, um, there was no legal weed in Minnesota. Um, and then even if even by that time, if you were coming to Colorado, it just is not that easy to get one of the limited number of licenses. Mm -hmm. um, they had a couple things going against them. One, as out-of-staters, it's not that easy to get awarded licenses in the regulated industry when you're going up against um, native Coloradans. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, they were very, that was also, in the beginning, it was, you know, structured into the whole thing. And it, yeah. You had to be a resident. They had all that limitations, for right. sure. Um, yeah, so this group saw opportunity because if you're trying to start a black market grow, um, if you're doing it outside, you're running into a, a lot of risk there. It's just easy to find, whether it's from the air or all these other ways that um, authorities scout for outdoor grows. Um, and then if you're doing it indoors, like if this group was operating indoors on the scale that they were, like as I said, they they grew up to five warehouse spaces here in Denver. That's just a lot of electricity, mm -hmm. um, you know, bills to hide, as, as well as just waste from all of your cannabis harvests. So <coughs> they saw opportunity glaring at them on Colorado's law books sure. through, the, um, through the caregiving program on the medical marijuana side. Like, hey, we could basically build up this roster of mm -hmm. caregivers. Oh, I remember all that. And when then, I first came, it was like that everybody had their yep. folders. You know, it was like, how right. many folders do you rock in? Yep. And the Russians were selling, <laughs> selling folders and photocopying you never them. You whose folders were papering to 10 different of the same, you know. For sure, 100%. It was crazy. Like, it was nuts. There, and I came, when I first came, there was a, a, Weld County was the best place in America to grow cannabis and like at that moment. And, and huh. that was if you compared the laws uh, with well, the, the growing, and it was all about that. It was all the same situation. It was like, yeah. you can just keep stacking and stacking and stacking. And it was like, yeah, that was bound, bound to fall through. Well, that's what led to more regulation is people abusing the system, and that was and that. Now it's now it's terrible. Now you can't even do anything here. It's like right. caregiving, caregiving isn't even an option pretty much. Might as yeah, well. because, in, in part because of this group. So Thank like, Thanks, guy. Thanks, Joe. Fuckers. Thanks, fucking Joe. Joe the douche. Uh, Joe, you cocksucker. Um, but yeah, so that was, that, was their, that was their ruse was basically they were posing as, as caregivers. They mm -hmm. would sign up patients. Yeah. And they would give their patients weed, so they would like actually deliver on what they promised their patients. But they were giving them like an ounce a month, mm -hmm. and then but the state at that time would allow you to grow up to ninety nine plants per a single patient. Yeah. So they were signing up all these unwitting patients, giving them an ounce of weed a month just for free. Right. And then they were using all the other plants that the state had approved. The 99.9 .9 plants, basically, because they were only giving them one even more, probably 9.99, I'd say, even, yep. if, you're, if you're a good grower. Um, well, and these guys were good growers. So they were getting up to, I mean, they had like an extremely detailed growing manual that they were using and getting up to three pounds per plant. So... Wait a second. Per, per oh, plant or we, per light? Probably do we per know light. that manual? Probably per light if it's Per indoors. light. Yeah, because indoors, doesn't matter. Oh, per we light, okay. We don't, want you to, we don't want you to screw up on the yeah. show. <laughs> fuck this guy. He doesn't know shit. Fuck him. And fuck, it doesn't matter. You're not a grower. You think <laughs> they were using... Growers get very, very aggressive when, they, when, they, when you fuck up on the numbers. Oh, Start saying yeah. three pounds of plant. I can, were I can they tell. using Josh's three-a-light book, you think? 
Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. It's totally possible, but it would, it would be they would have to be fucking. I, then I'd have them on the show. Even <laughs> I'd be like, all right, I don't know how the fuck you guys do it, but tell me, tell me the secret. Maybe they would come on. It was funny actually. Someone, um, someone sent me a message on social media saying like, hey, you don't happen to have that manual that this group is using, and like, do you think you could send that to me? Because like. Yeah. Those yields are insane. Yeah, it's funny. That's well, that, <laughs> no, that is good. And and we had a we had a, a guy on the show. Uh, remember with the uh, with the manual from uh, Frankie Gags, and he had put together almost like a really like because he was in prison figuring, and he had it he had his shit dialed down to the point where he told you exactly like laid it out this many screws this many per you know, and so you could just sit there and like holy shit like everything to the final to the final detail and yeah. uh yeah and it was also incredible yields too and it was all about numbers who got what's going on you want me to answer it sure we've been having random people call lately so well, let's just get yeah, hey. random hey. skype calls too this becomes a real show now Whoa. Right? yo ho what's going on who we got there hello well my name is Jeremy. Huh. You're not from the <laughs> Howard Stern show, are you? They can't hear You're you, DJC, unfortunately. No, we can't hear you, DJC. So. What's going oh. on? What's going on, my bro? Uh, well, I was I was looking at some things the other day, and I noticed um, in the THC's catalog a uh, variety called MOB. Yes, sir. And I was um I was a little take them back. I know that that um, had, had gotten out in the last uh, 10, 15 years, but... Mother Berries? Um, well, that's the thing um, about that. I guess I wanted to know what kind of information you folks have on that to check it against what I know about it. I was growing MOB back in 2008, uh -huh. and um, the uh, I, I'm friends with the guy that brought it in, popularized it in Maine, uh -huh. uh, where where it's you know obviously took off. But um, yeah, we got it in New England. Yeah, all, we got it in New England also, and it was. Um, but you know there was so tell tell me a little bit about the because you know the thing that what, what I had heard about the history of the MOB is that the original name wasn't MOB and it was more of an initial of the guy, and the guy got a little bit paranoid because it was like, dude, you're, you're kind of blowing my cover, and so they changed one letter to MOB and called it Mother of Berries. So it wasn't like a, a that's, that was the story we were given, is that it was, and, and then the guy's name that he was talking about, uh, you know. That, was, that is the shit, you know, and, and, and it, you're basically dead on. I, he and I were just, it came up in conversation uh, in a different podcast the other day, and, uh -huh. I, and I, I got to ask him more questions, um, and, you know, he told me that about that, Actually, the initials used to be MOD, yes. and that there was like a misunderstanding, and they just went with MOB after that. But, uh, but that, yeah, about like you said, it was the initials of the guy's son. Okay. Um, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, whoa, because I mean, the guy that I know that that uh, it's his friends, uh, it's his friend, him and him and him and the dude who found the backseat, and sure, and uh, they named it after his son, and. And yeah, it just got um, a little screwed up, but I don't know. I just yeah. Well, I, I mean, the thing is, it's 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 one of those plants that it's definitely. I mean, it yields like a beast, right? I mean, it's one of those fucking. It's probably a well, lot of. It's a it's a lot of people's. To me is, yeah. It didn't used to. 
Huh. And, well, and I've noticed the yields go through the roof. But in the yeah. old days, and when I first met, I don't I don't know where you came into it. The guy, his name's Carl, mm-hmm. um, my buddy. And, and I'm like, I remember when he first told me about it. He yeah. told me about the yields he was getting. I was like, what the fuck? Everything this guy yeah. says on point doesn't, doesn't yeah. make any sense. Otherwise, he's getting... Yeah, well, we got it. I think it was in 2009. So 2009, yeah, around that time, 2009. Oh, so wow. it's, So it's kind of the same time period. And that and and that was yeah, yeah. and that was I think it was held pretty close at that point, but still, it, you know, it had, it had the people that I had gotten off of are our old school uh, down in Rhode Island, you know. So it's just kind of like it was, you know. Yeah, but it, yeah, but exactly. it's but it was, uh, it's a great plant. I mean, I definitely think it, it yields good. So I'm not sure if it's if it's something where it was maybe just that the guy was growing it maybe under low light or not pushing it hard enough or what. But you know, I definitely see I've seen that plant produce uh beyond coke size bottles you know of, of bud and and solid because a lot of times you get plants like that that are you know they're big but then when you dry them there's fucking nothing to it that was an actual uh plant which kept its kept its yield so uh well glad to hear we're at least somewhere on point with each other yeah no it's been one of those things i've always been like damn you know uh this thing just it, it blew up and blew up and blew up and i don't ever see i don't ever see like I feel like I feel like homeboys uh, don't really get you know much um, credit or recognition, but I understand about the. Uh, well, the, there was uh, I think the original. And people don't want. I mean, the original plan was to 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 represent uh, New England in general, as far as that, and also for its outdoor. The real reason we 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 wanted to put that plan out in seed form is that it fucking works outdoors in Maine. That's important in in any genetics. If you can find something that works in in Minnesota, like we were talking about, or any of these northern climate places that a lot of plants, you know, just are never going to finish. So what's the point? If you can find something like that, it's definitely worth getting into the, into the, you know, into your uh, corral there, which is, which is why we, we put it out in the first place. And it was, uh, yeah. yeah, the guy, and the guy that gave it to us, he's like the most, uh, he's like such a typical New England kind of guy. He's from Boston originally, but he's just like the, the, the pit bull, of the, you know, like anybody who talked shit about it, he would fucking be all over him. You know, it's like, okay, everybody, relax. It's a fucking plant, you guys. <laughs> fucking, fucking New England, right, right. man. And so, you know, you know that style. But uh, shout out to Willie. Willie. Yeah, but anyway, that's, uh, it's good to hear that it was uh, the same story because that's always nice when you get the, this, you know, you're not getting like totally opposite. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always constantly, curved, you know, trying to check people's, um, Mistaken facts about the about the thing. Um, hey, we because those I'm living in Maine again, but strain police, strain police. Whoop whoop. All yeah. right, uh, <laughs> thanks thanks for calling in. We got to yeah. continue with the interview, but thank you, man. Yeah, take it easy. Peace. Thanks. Almost Ooh. almost had a throwdown. Look at that. I saw that. Hey. It was almost. It went from a fight to just chill, bro. <laughs> 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 just, wow. You don't know nothing. Uh, Good for you, Adam. And that's not Willie Nelson, by the way. Totally different Willie. <laughs> so, uh, not anybody think that was. Wait, I told Willie. you they, they take the. Willie strain. Nelson doesn't call. Did, in I, every did week. I did I not tell Chris that they take the strain seriously on the show? And he's like, you know, there you go. There was a proof. Proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. Whew. Okay. Say, Please continue, Mister Walker. Please continue. <laughs> Thank you. That yeah, that was proof right there. <laughs> um, yeah, where was I? 
You right. were talking about Big Rat fucking Joe, and he fucked up everything. And then we went on to 32 indictments, and then we talked. Thing yeah, is, Joe really now, screwed the pooch. Now, now, see, the thing is, obviously, we don't want to tell the entire story because, listen, it's a fucking 10-part miniseries. This is a three-hour show. We will go, we will, you know, you can dabble and give us a couple more details and stuff, but we also, I want to talk to you about another, because you, one of the things you did uh, in Westward was more like long, long, you did these like long format kind of articles, right? Yeah. Perfect. Just like our show, but in a extra long format, like now you're talking 10 part, they're 40 minutes, so you're talking like, you know, how long did it take you to put this all together as far as, because I mean, it's, I, you, you actually edit, not like us, where we just slam the shit down your throat, and if you like it, you like it, and if not, too bad, we ain't fixing it, but you actually... Yeah, this this took about, a, took about a year, um, and I actually like flew around the country to interview different former members of this group. I went skydiving with Joe. Oh, um, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I did, I did hear Are you that guys show. chummy? I haven't heard from him he since the show came with out. A rat, so dude. he was like, "You really? jumped with a rat out of a plane." Dude. I did jump with a rat out of a plane. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Joe. You weren't strapped together, were you? I know. Yeah, Joe, I know we Joe's going to. I know Joe's going to. I know Joe's going to listen oh, to this god. because, of course, why wouldn't he? He's going to be like, "Wait a minute, Chris Walker did an interview." Sorry, Joe. This show is not your show. You're gonna. You're gonna feel bad by the end of it. But well, he should just come on. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can deal with it. Well, let me hear Let's it. watch the I'll podcast. Have to, I'll have to Let's watch, watch, I'll watch the entire thing, and then I'll, and then yeah. I'll think of it. No, I, I mean, I guess I can, I, I can deal with it, of course. But it is, it is rough because that is, I mean, there's codes, you know, and that's the one code in cannabis that we all kind of go by, and it's like we can't, you know, that, that, that we have to, that's one thing you got to like, you know, codes are for You can't reason. make other people pay for your mistakes. It's rough. That's just, you know? that's just rule number one. Your mistakes are your mistakes. And from at least from the few, you know, well, the, the lead is, in the to the is, story you a, told. And, as a, and if you're mm-hmm. in a group with a bunch of people, you actually are, I mean, without call, you know, it's without saying it's like, the, you know, mob or cartel, you just, you have to have honor amongst each other because if you don't, there's no point of ever fucking working with people because that is the downfall of everybody has always been the partner. It's either the ex-wife or the ex-girlfriend or the partner or whatever and something goes wrong and they blame it on you because you're the one taking the risk because you're the guy who loves weed. And that's the thing, the difference probably between, because I don't think Joe loved weed, right? Or did I don't know. Not like some of the other members. The other of the guys group. were more yeah. the guys that would like the sh- like. See, I would the actual lo- growers. So I would love to get the growers on the show just yeah. if they would be interested. Joe, I'd have a harder time with just because Joe's fucking like the guy who fucked it all up, right? <laughs> and 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 he broke the code, and I don't really know if I need to talk to Joe, but I would definitely love to talk to the growers because yeah. I'm sure they were doing it for the reasons that you know. And that's the, that's the thing. A lot of us are. We're all doing it for the plant. None of us are doing it for the laws. The laws just happen to be finally in our favor, which is not not really in our favor, but leaning in our favor where it never was before. And so the whole thing was up until recently, we all lived within this fucking like, you know, thing. We all knew it was illegal. We all love it so much. You always want to talk about what you love. That was my my reason to move. That was my reason to move to Amsterdam. But when I moved to Amsterdam, I realized mm. like I was in the perfect place. I could talk about it every day and fucking not worry about it because it's fucking Amsterdam. And now here you can do the same thing. You can sit in a, like I'll sit in supermarkets and I'll listen to people talking about weed, like guys who work with <laughs> weed, and they don't give a shit now. They're just like, brr, brr, brr. and I'm like, wow, man, people are just so loose nowadays because it's just yeah. part of the you know society. Yeah, and I got I to yeah, and I got to kind of hear some of that from some members of the group. So one of their main distributors in Minneapolis, um, this guy, Tom, who went by the nickname Crazy Tom, um, 
Yeah, I mean, like he traveled to to India when he was a teenager and was having weed milkshakes in Delhi and Bang, yeah, nice. yeah, bung lussies mm-hmm. and you know just like getting <laughs> getting completely fried. He's like, you know, yeah, you would just you'd have that milkshake and then just like float along the Ganges for hours, like floating among the gods. Yeah. Um, and, and and also like seeing instances of legal weed in India. There's like actual government approved shops. Um, so you know, he rightly looked at the United States and was like, what is wrong with us? Like, why are we so behind on this? Um, So, yeah, there was like a very personal connection between multiple members of the group, especially the growers, as you put it. Um, And, you know, for them, it's personal. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that's the thing. I mean, it sucks for the guys who were doing what they loved and then they get roped into it. And I'm sure... Now, what happened to the rest? So, with, with Joe wanting to be a new DEA agent and loving life and just ratting everybody out, was there was there a reason for other people to flip, or did other people flip, or did everybody else kind of hold strong, or how did it go? So the organi- Who else am I allowed on the show? That's all I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's allowed? Yeah, I mean, there were there were other like cracks in the armor. So it was just the group was so big. They started, you know, another guy. Um, actually got caught at one of the warehouses because a vice detective with the, the Denver police happened to visit and he kind of saw through the whole caregiver thing. Um, but this, that whole ruse worked for them for years. So actually what's really impressive is I, I started getting into that earlier. Like they posed as caregivers, they had their patients, but most of the weed was going to the black market. Um, but they were able to operate warehouses that were known by the fire department. They were known by um, the Denver police. They even had like tourists on um, tour buses come through and like come through their warehouses. And all of this is because their their warehouses, like there are over 600 cannabis cultivation facilities in Denver alone. And so they could just be right next to those guys, present their caregiving paperwork and look completely legit. so that's actually like maybe the most impressive accomplishment of this group um, is just like doing it all right out in the open. Yeah, um, but that's what I said. The, these... Fuck the whole caregiver thing up for all of us now. So it's like, really? So now we can't really do it properly for patients that actually can't grow. And mm-hmm. and it, it, the whole scene here sucks because it's like Denver's the worst. Denver, you're not even allowed to have any outdoor plants. You can lose your house. It's like, what? And even if you're renting to someone else and they grow a plant, then... They don't give a fuck. They'll just take your house. Like, yeah. What? And that's uh, hardly legal, you know what I mean, in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. especially when you start talking about we're allowed to grow six plants technically, but you're not allowed to have them outdoors, so you have to grow them indoors. So, you, like, well, we have 300 days of sun here, and we have fucking... Right. The plants do not attack. But you can't have more than two ounces. Mm-hmm. Well, that is, yes, yeah, so you have to you be know. a terrible grower. You have to be able to grow <laughs> one gram plant somehow magically. You, know, like, you have to grow like maximum of four grams, and there have to be, yeah, so it's it's a stupid bunch of bullshit. Um, but yeah, back then it was like, it was gangbusters. And like you said, people, mm. you know, I had always 99 plant count when I could and mm-hmm. was like, yeah, that's easy. But, you know, at the same time, I need 99 plants because I'm breeding, so I'm fucking, like, actually need more than that, you know? And mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense when, when you're uh, when you're breeder to, to have that situation of, you know, being held back. Yeah, and, and this group definitely screwed that up. I mean, those um, plant counts were immediately revised by both the city and the state as soon as this group was busted mm-hmm. um, in reaction to it. 
Um, but yeah, one of one of the interesting parts of the story is that I mean they did have an they did have a goal in mind, which was to go legitimate. So they were developing reputations as growers, and because it wasn't so easy from the get go to get licensed, what they were trying to do was kind of develop a reputation within growing circles in Denver mm -hmm. and then team up with a legitimate dispensary. So they actually got pretty far into talks with um, a dispensary that was starting up at the time mm -hmm. um, called Peak MJ. And I remember Peak. They're down, yeah, down on Broadway. Mm -hmm. um, and so where they blanched and like where it didn't go through is that if you're going from um, caregiving on the medical side to recreational pot, mm -hmm. um, there's, there's a system in Colorado called seed to sale. And it's it's oh, yeah. extremely oh, yeah. it's extremely <laughs> onerous. Our audience yeah. is well well aware of it. We know we know, we know all about okay. that one. Yes. Um, so Peak MJ was basically like, hey guys, like you need to like to get in compliance with this. Like, you can't even keep the plants you have now. You need to cut down all five warehouses worth of plants, start over brand new from the seed to sale oh. program. Right. And they just balked at losing all that profit. That, that was a lot of plants. A lot of money to be made. And so they decided, fatefully decided, we're going to pass for now. And I think the descriptions I, I was getting is that they were trying to set up like a smoother runway to make that transition mm -hmm. rather than literally cutting away from what they were doing. And um, that never happened because then Joe decided to drive across the country high on coke. Uh. Fucking Joe. Once again. See? That's all it takes. It takes one Joe. In fact, the mix-up. Um, so, how is it? Was it? So he's out. He never made, he never went to jail. But what about the rest of the guys? What's the situation with them now? What's the yeah? I mean, latest? as I mentioned, there was thirty-two people mm -hmm. indicted. So a whole range of stuff. Um, I mean, the the state always likes to get people to take plea deals. Um, and what they did in this case, and actually became a significant part of the reporting, is that they were able to slowly get videotaped confessions of members of the group. Mm -hmm. And rather than withhold information, they would just send these to each defendant's lawyer and say, well, if you're not going to come talk to us, like here's what other people and like other defendants are saying about your client. Mm -hmm. And so they were just able to get more and more confessions. Um, Dominoes. And that actually became a big part of my show is that uh, years after this bust, I was finally able to get my hands on all those recordings. And so they feature prominently throughout the whole series. Mm, um, you can hear people describing how it all went down. Huh. That's awesome. Okay, so you got I don't want to ask a spoiler question, but are there still people in jail? No. From, from no. all this right now? Okay. Yeah, everyone's out. <laughs> good. Oh, so that's good. So then... Uh... Well, that's good to hear. I mean, that's and that that's and that, really good to hear. Yeah, because if you've got any, I mean, definitely in Colorado, you'd want you wouldn't want to hear anybody going for more than four, three, four years on something like that, which you know is already too much. But yeah, most people did not go to jail, so oh, well, there you um, go. It's even better. but I mean, oh, like wonderful. you know, they all still have mm -hmm. felony convictions, sure. and so that that becomes a big part of this is you know that that inhibits your ability to get jobs, loans. They can still um, do a podcast. Housing. <laughs> Could still do a podcast. <laughs> I'm not a felon, but there's some out there, I think. Um, but actually, speaking of that, this is National Expungement Week, 
Is it? Oh, well, they're perfect, yeah. perfect time for the show. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is it is cool to see certain states making moves around removing, like, BS marijuana felony convictions. Sure, and then having people still in jail uh, for stuff that's totally illegal in the state that they're in. That kind of stuff is bullshit. You know, when you see that go down, yeah. you're like, what? They couldn't get around to realizing that those things are no longer a crime, so... Um, well, I took a look at the, uh, the you know, West, there was a wet, you know, a whole bunch of articles that were written when you uh, released the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the photo, they lay, lay out the grid of the 32 faces. Mm-hmm. And I, I was honestly surprised, you know, this, you know, when you think about it, it's an, in, it's, it's a big industry, but really how big is it when you throw a factor of 32 in it? Like, could Adam and I not know you know just in passing you know because they if they were if they were doing what you said then they were playing themselves off as legitimate caregiving services mm-hmm. so they were out in the open they weren't hiding there's no reason why i didn't recognize a single face mm. on that i was so I maybe show it to adam and see if you recognize anybody but i didn't recognize anybody i didn't i looked at you and joe skydiving um joe's a big guy at least he looked like that in the photo so joe uh take my douchebag comment back um <laughs> <laughs> no he did describe him he said it looks like vin diesel when he's got robbing. i was like yeah whatever yeah. still funny. i wish you would have said that louder when i heard that joe I, you, I you know listen it. no 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 problems there buddy and especially if you have a podcast you know we'll, we'll come on your show no <laughs> there you go Sounds good. Um, no. Yeah, I mean, you, you maybe will. you don't recognize. As I said, most of them came from Minnesota, and then I think a lot of them actually returned. I was surprised by how much travel I had to do out of state to yeah, report like, this story. Um, but yeah, there's a funny thing, funny story behind um, some of those mug shots that didn't make it into my podcast. When you look at the like, oh breaking the, news nugget, <laughs> come on nugget, Mark. When when you it's look coming. at the grid. <laughs> It's coming anyways. Yeah, it's now a nugget, I guess. Let's see. Better be good. <laughs> when when you look at a bunch of the mug shots, you'll notice that many of the people are smiling and like look really well put together. And like it's not your typical like meth lineup. Basically. No, no, like <laughs> far from. It's not like the faces of meth lineup here or something. You're like, oh my god. Um, but this is like this alone actually like generated articles back in 2015. Like there's Buzzfeed type articles like why are they, so why happy. are all these people so happy in their mugshots? Right. Um, so when I was reporting the story, I found out that um, the reason for that is that the state used for like more than half of the people, their driver's license photos. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that doesn't make I'm sense. smiling in my driver's license photo. In the old you ones, they won't let you do it anymore. You know, you know, when I went for my renewal, they just pulled the old photo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, it's weird. Yeah, like I, I was smiling in mine. They're like, no, we're going to have to redo your photo. When, I, when they got the new like... The white ones, the new Colorado white ones, with the tiniest. Letters yeah, actually, in the world. I heard that too. I don't think they allow you to smile anymore. Nope. Yeah, you have wow. to. Wow. Yep. It's great when smiling is illegal now. Because the time before that, I was just turning twenty-one, and I was all super happy because I was like turning twenty-one. She's like, "Smile, honey." And yeah. I remember that. And I was like, "Woo!" Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Ooh. "You were you wearing a pastafarian hat?" Can you see that? No. <laughs> Come on, I like that guy. The guy who does the pasta comes as a pastafarian. He's got wow, a, you still got yeah. a smile on yours. Can you see? Yeah. Okay. Well, you can see a smile <laughs> from here. I just see a shiny head, mm. a little tiny one. Um, so when I was asking before about you doing long format stuff, uh, one caught my eye, and you you, uh, you did a little piece on um, the acid sort of 
Owsley Acid back in the day here in Colorado, <gasps> which uh, I think I want to hear that one too. So a little. Oh, bit me there. too. See yeah. how excited you got, right? <laughs> well, um, I I I've got to meet him. So. Oh, you know, did you really? I, I got to meet him. Yeah, too. and I I, and I, I I used plenty of his product. Yeah. Way back in the day. Oh yeah, we had a mutual friend by the name of Hayward Bill, and so Bill Not would Wayward just. Bill. Hayward Bill. Yeah, and he would get us vials, and we'd be at Shoreline, and it was customary. If you got two vials, you put one in your pocket, and everybody around you shared the other vial. And so I just stood at the top of the hill at Shoreline with the vial in my hand, and anybody walked by, I just bloop, 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 until it was all gone. Wipe my hands on the side of it and go enjoy the shows. There you go. Puddle Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and they called him Puddle, Puddle Dave. Dave. So, uh, no, Skate Boy. Skate Boy, yeah, sorry, Skate Boy. Uh, so tell me a little bit about that history there, because I've definitely he heard some pretty interesting stuff. And one thing you do know when you're here, you realize, like, okay, this is a, a there's, there's a, a history here for sure. And uh, it's always the kind that no one knows about, obviously. Yeah, and this, uh, this is some Denver history that I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to be able to, um, to really publicize and get out there. I was reading Tom Wolfe's The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test, which is a classic book about the merry pranksters and the acid scene in the, in the 1960s. Yep. Um, and uh, Owsley Stanley features prominently throughout the book. And so I just like found myself migrating over to Wikipedia and reading more about him. And I think it was on his article, there was like a one sentence reference to, you know, it was like, and then in 1960s, like late, late 1967, the lab got busted in California, and then they moved to Denver for two years, and then like the article continued. Um, and so I was working as a staff writer at Denver's alternative magazine newspaper. Um, so I was like, oh, well, this There's story sounds like right up my alley. Right. Um, so then, yeah, whenever I get an idea for a longer investigation, you just look to see what else is out there. So I started Googling around um, Denver, LSD Labs, Owsley Stanley, um, and I mentioned that his protege, uh, Timothy Scully, was running the lab. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't find anything online. And so it just occurred to me, it's like, there's probably a bunch of shit that happened in 1968 and 69, and it is kind of referenced as a footnote in all these places, but the full story of like how they moved to Denver, how they set up shop, um, all the cat and mouse games they were playing with feds at that time, that's, none of that is out there. Um, so uh, I figured out that Tim Scully was still alive, and it took me a while to track him down, but... I, I think I found him, he like volunteers on the board of some private airfield in Mendocino, California. Wow. Of course he does. So I, uh, I called the airfield and said, hey, I'm a journalist in Denver. Are you the same Tim Scully that, you know, made millions of hits of LSD in the 1960s? And he was like, yeah, that's me. It's okay. Keep going. Keep um, going. Keep going. I'm okay. Okay. And he uh, and, and Tim Scully, by the way, is also um, one of the two creators of Orange Sunshine, probably the <laughs> most famous acid of all time. Um, Keith, are you listening to this right now? I see you're in the chat, but Keith, are you listening to this? You should call in right now, man. Okay, keep going. It's okay. I'm I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> um, so I basically made a pitch to him and said, "Hey, I I would 
love to know what happened in Denver and more about the Denver labs. Um, and so he struck a deal with me. He's actually still working on a memoir and um, he is a really meticulous, like he fits the perfect MO of a chemist. He's super meticulous. He, by his own definition, says that he's like somewhere on the Asperger's um, spectrum. Right. And, um, and had already kept all, this, all these meticulous notes, but he was annotating his memoir. And so the, the deal that he made with me is, I will give you the full story of what happened in those two years, but I'm missing like this court document at the state Supreme, state Supreme Court level. I'm missing like, you know, these documents from the city of Denver. And so if I could get those documents for him and send them, then he agreed to tell me the whole story, which is how that happened. That's awesome. So wow. He just, he just did a little bit of uh, clerical work for him and got it together. And I, a little bit. Sounds like some work. Yeah. Oh, it definitely was work. Yeah, because, I mean, these records are from, um, I mean, the court cases that stemmed out of Colorado because he got busted in Colorado in an even, like, more even dumber way than Joe's roadside arrest. Really? Wait, um, he took pictures of his lab and went to a photo mat? <laughs> That's the way people got busted. Well, actually, he yeah. did take pictures. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, the feds took picture, pictures of his lab. I'm like, I had pictures of the lab, but yeah. I'm trying to remember where they came from. Um, it was from the police. No, he was visiting California, um, and he was also wanted, too, so it was dangerous for him to be traveling. <laughs> So he, he left the lab operation to two of his friends and they were supposed to be there the entire time. And they decided that they were also going to travel at that time. So they left the house unattended and locked it up and figured, oh, we'll get back before Tim and like, he'll never know. Typical. And so, um, one of the like water pumps on the property broke. Of course. And so the, uh, the spring. The lawn, the lawn wasn't on the property breaks. The lawn wasn't getting watered, and so the uh. um, the land, the the owner of the home, because they were renting it, noticed that his lawn was dying, and was like trying to get in touch with the people at the house. No one was home, and um, Tim's assistants must have also like spilled some kind of chemical on their way out. Who knew what they were up to? But um, the the owner of the property like smelled a weird chemical when he was like rapping on the door. So he called the police, he got them to bust it down, um, and that's how they found the lab. God. Fuck. Damn. <sighs> um, but in it's 19... Like, it's like the plant story when you leave your friend to water your plant. Basically, he doesn't do shit until you... Until you he land. had one job. Until you he land. just needed to water and it. Then, he just needed to be there. And then you call him up and he's like, you're home now? We're like, yeah. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I just went to the grocery store. I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, I was watering it. Fuck. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's during those two years, those there was two Denver labs. They they operated one in City Park on Ash Street, and then the other was on the board, I think also in the City Park neighborhood. I'm trying to remember. Um, but yeah, for in 1968 and 69, I mean, those were the most prolific um, LSD labs in the country and, and was, were supplying and was much there of some the sort scene. Of, was there some sort of like underground sort of like cool, like the house had some sort of extra featured, like some sort of underground thing going to it or was there any kind of details like that? Cause I, the labs, the labs were in the basement of both homes. Okay. But I had heard some sort of like deep, some sort of like, uh, 
tunnel that went out underneath the, the like kind of like a sewage system or something connected to the house. Or oh, something. I didn't hear anything about a tunnel I system. I don't know. That's what it, there was some 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 chatter <laughs> along the way. But anyway, people are talking. Yeah, I heard. I, that's what I heard something. But who knows? I was wondering if you had any details. Um, but yeah, Tim is Tim Scully was also really interesting um, guy to talk to. I mean, my interviews with him. <laughs> Like we basically decided when I wanted him to start telling his story from in terms of like a timeline. So I was like, well, you know, maybe give me a a little bit of your childhood. Talk about how you got involved with the Grateful Dead and Owsley Stanley. Um, uh, And then, you know, we can get into the the Denver labs. Um, So he would basically like set a time to talk to me and then would just he would ask me like where I wanted him to start. And then he would talk for an hour and a half. Like, and then exactly as we hit 90 minutes, he'd be like, well, I think that's enough for today. Um, when you want to schedule your next call. And I'd ask like maybe one question because he was so methodical and just laying out point by point what had happened. Oh, he has a whole leg over on the spectrum. You know, there's, there's not just a toe there. That's a whole leg. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the next call would just be, He'd be like, remind me where we left off. And I would do that. And then he would just speak for 90 minutes straight again. And we had... <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> we had about... Yeah. S- if you spoke for three hours. No, no, this is how I answer questions. When, I, when anybody <laughs> interviews me, I give these really stupid, long, un- uneditable fucking answers where they're just like, he never stops. Like, we can't. The guys get all... I can see them getting frustrated just listening to me. Like, this guy's going to be terrible to fucking to edit. That's why we don't edit. Um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was like awkward break. <laughs> it was about seven no of those, scully. seven of those interviews. Really? So, um, wow. And, and, uh, as far as Colorado, uh, was it supplying like, did they have like Colorado supply the East coast and their supply of the West coast? Or were you talking anything about that? Or was there kind of just the production of it or how did it, I mean, partially how did it get to where it got, let's say, and was it? I mean, um, the labs that that Tim and then later Nick Sands were running, um, first in California and then in Colorado, I mean, they were the most pr- prolific producers at the time. So, I mean, they were supplying the entire country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. When, and, and then also in the 90s, there was a lot of uh, precursor busts and all the, mm-hmm. then everything kind of fell apart in different ways and different big guys got taken down and... That's how, you know, it's, it's, it is one of the most amazing uh, <laughs> revivals out there now where you see, like, you know, acid is more popular than ever considering when there was a time when it was like, it felt like it was going to be gone forever because there was yeah. so many of these big, big players getting busted. And, uh, it didn't have to be big players getting busted. Do you, you, you know, you well, hear stories the, of kids on tour to have three hits and they're going to spend the next 12 years in jail. And you're just like, fuck, that was, it was a scary time to be ahead. Back in the '90s, Lynn. Exactly. Really scary. Exactly. And then you know, uh, it's not the kind of drug that lends itself to being paranoid. It's like great, great combination, you know, to be around things that make you. Par- and then you're on, the, you're on that loop. You're on that, you know, does it, the thing that fixate. You know, the thing that you're worried about is in your pocket the whole time, <laughs> and all you can do is grip your pocket, and you know, it's like it's like one of those. So yeah, it's it's also like how cannabis, uh, 
you know, when people would come to Amsterdam, they'd always say, like, yeah, the weed here is not very strong. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not paranoid, dude. You don't have to worry about right. trouble. <laughs> it's the trouble and the scariness and the, where you are. And, like, when I was in Japan, I got higher than I've ever been because I was fucking in Japan where people were like, if you get caught here, you're in so much trouble. You know what I mean? And it was like, everyone's, like, looking at me. And all of a sudden, you're, you know, you get that fucking, it just you get into that loop, let's say. And then with acid, it's just intensified by 10,000 <laughs> you know that's the only difference it's like yeah hard substance to be out in public for some people well i mean it's one of those yeah it's just one of those uh you know it's it's amazing to me when i meet so many people that love acid so much and it's like at the same time you know it's 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 all set and setting you know what i mean those are the kind of drugs where it's if you're with the right people you can take you can, you know, you can do any of those things, substances, but if you're in the wrong place, you know, just think about these so many places yeah. that you don't want that amplified, you know what I mean? If you're in the wrong If place, you're at a Grateful Dead show of course. with your buddies right. and everybody you care about, it, and somebody hands you a blue unicorn in 1990, uh, oh, you know, it's life-changing stuff. But then you got the yeah. drive home, but then you, then you have the drive home. And no, you always had one person who, who didn't trip balls, who drove, I mean, right. we were... Remember, I was the big pussy, man. You know, right. I have a story to tell about acid one day when you really want to hear it. It was, uh, it was one of those nights that changes your life, man. You know? Well, we have a real guest, Dave. So I, yeah. doubt, I doubt we're going to talk about your longest Well, no, this is like a syndicate thing. I, I left the room. <laughs> it's all good. You know? I'm like, I want out. <laughs> that was that. So, um, well, and it's, yeah, it's so important for many people who've taken it. And it's always, it's always fun to think about what it would be like if just more of society was able to experience acid. And that was actually Nick Sand, or not right. Nick's. I think um, that's every, every guy, it's like everybody, that's one of the main things people focus on. It's like, man, if everybody just did this. So that was, <laughs> you know, some people take, some people like that's their, that becomes their lifelong, that becomes their lifelong mission, right? Yeah, Turn so, people on. So, so that's exactly what um, Tim Scully set out to do for a while. He, he eventually changed his mind on this, but um, at the time he was running the labs in Point Richmond, like near the Bay Area in California, and then later here in Denver, um, he was actually trying to, quote unquote, turn on the world. So he, he calculated how many billion doses of acid he'd need to make. Um, he was like even trying to figure out how do we distribute this stuff? You know, there's the classic thought experiments about put, putting it in a water supply, right? Um, like municipal water supply. And, um, and so he was never in it for the money by his own telling. Um, and they were really trying to turn on the world, which kind of made the, the whole um, just crazy story of how these labs were started and busted um, just a little more profound, I felt. Yeah, and uh, what year was that that they the, the left of the lab? In 60, no, in 70. 1970, yeah. And they had just gotten busted earlier, a couple of years earlier in, or how long did it actually run? They were for? just ahead of the feds, like, the whole way. Mm. Um, did they even get to turn, so they did get to turn a lot out before, you know, like, maybe a year's worth? Or? Yeah, because after, after Scully helped run the Denver labs, um, even after those were busted, he was still working with Nick Sands to make Orange Sunshine. Um, and there's actually a really great documentary about Sands and Scully called The Sunshine Makers that um, 
you know, kind of like everything else I had seen, like makes a vague reference to the Denver labs, but doesn't really get into it. But that documentary does a great job of explaining what happened to, to Scully after the Denver labs and then how right. Orange Sunshine was born. Sure. Oh, and Dave, look at Dave. He's all just floating around. I don't know, I don't know if I've ever taken Orange Sunshine. I mean, I know I've never, no one's ever said this was it. So who knows if that, that formula was still around in the 90s. I think, I mean, Orange Sunshine really only applies to the acid that Sands and Scully made. Right. Um, so, I mean, there's probably still some of it around, but probably not that much at this point. And what do you, th what do you think about the research? Some people, have, some people have some stashed away in their freezer, I'm sure. What do you think yeah, about Yeah, and I don't know if during uh, this time taken even really great acid. Jeez, Dave won't even take acid? Dave, you are so lame, <laughs> dude. Come on, man. That's the Fuck, only dude. time. Come yeah. on. You should, I thought you'd be on acid every day. No, I'd need something like more like Molly or something just to help me relax. <laughs> <laughs> relax? I need amphetamine yeah. to relax. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so what do you think about the resurgence so of... Uh, psychedelics for you know medicinal purposes and for just microdosing and all that are you kind of a on, on that spectrum at all or i mean i think it's i think it's great i mean when we're talking about decriminalizing drugs i mean drugs that don't do harm and actually have therapeutic value like many psychedelics seem to seem to have um the fact that denver decriminalized mushrooms i think is really cool um but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's crazy to... We're back to being a cool cool place. Yeah, cool. But it's only in Denver, which is kind of lame. I think the rest of the state needs to kind of open up, or at least, you know, a few other spots, I would hope, uh, would open up soon and, and give it a chance to not just be a... Cause, because it, it is really weird because no one's... It's not, it's not gotten any further, you know what I mean? It, it did decriminalize, and that only means that people, you know, can't get in trouble for small amounts. But if you're... Right. But there's still no real... Uh, programs yet but investors feel differently so it was like this last week i think some psilocybin based company like raised something like 300 million dollars so Whoa, i man. mean investors are going all in on on the psychedelic industry huh. yeah so which is kind of raising its own i don't know about that I, I'm it's raising of... its own conflicts too right because yeah. as we were talking about earlier with cannabis i mean many people have a personal or even spiritual connection to the plant yeah, well, can, I mean, cannabis though you can you can literally take cannabis every day, and actually you should, in my opinion. But you can with mushrooms and psychedelics and stuff. It has to be done, in you know, it doesn't have to take controlled settings like 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 medicinal controlled settings, but definitely in some sort of uh, you know, it's all about the set and setting, right? So if you can do that openly and you can use it therapeutically in all those ways, it definitely works. Microdosing is even more interesting, in my opinion, just because it doesn't have the effect that you have to worry about people mm -hmm. at all. And it actually, hell, it works amazing. And, and, and I've seen it work in, with all, not even just with psychedelic mushrooms, but with, you know, chaga and cordyceps and, and lion's mane and all these right. medicinal mushrooms, which now are becoming kind of mainstream. Actually, people are like, it's lion's mane is becoming known by everybody. And that's a good brain regenerative uh, uh, mushroom. And all, all mushrooms in general are super, they have their medicinal qualities. Psychedelics just happen to have that mind mind <laughs> medicinal going on, which is, you know, uber important, especially with the conditions that people have now, which are getting, only going to get worse, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I love it that 
Denver itself is uh, sort of leading the way, and I feel like, but you know, Oregon's on board. Uh, yeah, didn't Oregon was it Portland that also decriminalized? I believe so, and then um, mushrooms. Yeah, somewhere else is about to. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna catch like it's, it's gonna grow like mushrooms, man. No, but it's gonna catch <laughs> on <laughs> pretty quickly, and I think people realize. But the problem is, is that people look at the, the the problem I see is people raising like three hundred. If you raise three hundred million dollars, that means you want to make money, right? They don't. They're not doing that just for the fun of doing that. So, the fact that they want the biggest problem I see is that with cannabis, like I said, every day, you know, boom, 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 there's a growing market. Whereas mushrooms, you buy a bottle, you know, they have a microdose already for you or whatever. However, they're going to develop it, which I'm sure that's going to be the initial a- angle, and then. You buy one, you have a month's supply or more, and or you know you're, that's going to be like way different market. So I feel anyway, it's going to be a different, uh, and I hope people don't come at it trying to make profit. That's where things, <laughs> and that's where it fucks up. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, and that that's exactly what is happening in reaction to like this three hundred million dollar investment round that happened. Is like. You have so many people out there that too high, too high of expectations for yeah really. Uh, what happened to just coming in for a few million dollar facility? You know that was the that was the kiss of death. People would come into one of our Calix buildings, a hundred thousand feet. We'd want to divide it into five twenty thousand units. They'd be like, I got the perfect plan for twenty thousand. Well, they'd you know, see the whole just, building it, and they go, I want the whole thing, of, and the project it, fails. It's it's the problem. Well, the other thing too is like growing cannabis and growing mushrooms are a completely different animal. Like mushrooms. They're only the only thing you have to worry about is the beginning part to keep that real sterile. And once you get rolling and you start inoculating bags, you could load, you, you could grow them anywhere. I mean, you just have to like, oh, there's a little spot up there. No lights, no heat, you know, no, no, the inputs are so low. So I think it's going to be, you think that cannabis prices dropped quick? Wait till there's so many mushrooms and nobody can put them into products fast enough. And all of a sudden we have just this like 10 year supply grown in one year, which is going to happen because. Well, and it, as you said, you don't take it every day. Yeah. And it only takes one or two guys to produce enough for everybody. And all of a sudden then, but people are not going to want that. They're going to no, I'm producing my own. I produce, you know, you have got 10 guys trying to produce their own and now there's no market left. Cause all of a sudden it's like what was worth, you know, a few hundred bucks of, because I mean, mushrooms in general are expensive because they they when you're fresh they're have a very short lifespan you know between the time you harvest them and where they're needed but if you're drying them and putting them into products which is most of these things they're going to run out they're going to be like done so so fast you know what i mean because it's like 95 90 more than 95% of the products are going to be dried right and and crushed up but there's also like so many other parts of the industry i think that are emerging than just producing mushrooms because you've got i mean there's even there's even this exists today is like trip guides you can like go to jamaica dave's a trip guide with with companies and like dave's trip guide (laughs) i can help you see there you go i'll watch out (laughs) i'm fun to trip with (laughs) but again it's like the the numbers are just not there. It doesn't matter how you look at it because psychedelics are such a small part of the society. We, hopefully it'll get better. It'll, it will expand, mm-hmm. literally. But it will expand uh, in the next few years just by being a, by access. And that's like, it's like right now you can get good cannabis pretty much across the states. Not like it's all good. There's a lot of shitty cannabis too. But there's still at least one or two producers in every state usually that got the shit dialed in pretty good. Whereas... 
10 years ago before legalization. It was really like, you know, very limited pockets of the country where you could actually successfully find those those qualities. That's why there was still lots of Mexican and bullshit coming in still, and now that stuff's been pushed out right. by local grown cannabis. Let me ask you a question, because um, if, I mean, there's a, there's like a bill in the house right now to um, take cannabis off schedule one classification. Um, I think that didn't, didn't that like, they, they're, yeah, del- no, they're delaying it's, it's it until, delayed. yeah, delayed until November, right. Until after like the election. Um, but if we do get cannabis legalized nationwide and you can actually like grow cannabis in some States and, and sell them in different markets, yeah. what do you think is going to happen to the growing? Cause wouldn't you want to just concentrate all of it? <laughs> like outdoor grows where it grows the best. How much time do you have? Um, <laughs> Yes, and yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, Central Valley, California is set up for massive grows already for vegetables, just, like, on a scale, like, no other part of the country. So, mm-hmm. technically, it will take a place, you know, there'll be a, a enough produced in greenhouses there to supply most of the country, and then there'll be, in your local states, there'll be indoor-grown cannabis that's grown, because you can't really, tra- there's no point of transporting indoor cannabis from California to to the East Coast, right? So the best thing about indoor cannabis is that it's treated like gold, you know what I mean? Because you mm. just barely... So so what will be is like these really high-end boutique fucking shops that mm. somehow uh, survive on local weed, indoor grown, and then there'll be this like $50 an ounce Cali weed, and then they'll have like scales within that, you know what I mean? And it really, with like cannabis... big it, cannabis with these massive corporate farms in yeah. California... Yeah, because if mm. you if you can load up a train's worth of cannabis and bring it over to the East Coast, you know, compared to like that's it, pretty much supplying a huge chunk right there. And there's a couple train loads here, a couple train loads there, and they're all set up like that. You know, they're right on the train track; they have it all set up. So you load up the cars, bring it in fresh. They'll you know they'll be uh, it'll be available at Amazon. It'll just be, but there'll be that you know you'll want that extra special cannabis. You'll go to those boutique shops. So I think it's it's gonna be the highs and the, the, the real high ends, and then there's going to be mids pretty much the, for the rest, you know what I mean? Um, which sucks, but at the same time, as long as people aren't going... The main thing is if they don't take away the grower's ability to grow, because that's the problem right now, is there's a lot of places where they're... Like, if you live too close to a dispensary, like in Arizona, mm. they would say, if you live too close... You know, say you live within 20 miles of a dispensary, they're like, no, you can go to a dispensary. I'm like, that doesn't really... That kind of bullshit shouldn't fly. You know what I mean? As long as you can grow it, like six plants is is a rough low end, but that's if you had to do it, you had to do it. Because that's kind of like what Holland ended up being like, and mm. a lot of places, it's not so sustainable. Now I think as long as you just consider it six flowering plants, and then with the clones, you just got to like be a little more flexible. That's the problem. Is here they're not at all flexible, so it's a plant number issue, but. It's going to be, that's my main concern. So if they don't do that and it doesn't become so commercially, because that's the problem is going to be like when it's so accessible, they're going to be like, you don't need to grow, like tobacco. Like you don't need mm. to grow tobacco. We don't why, want it like tobacco. Why would you grow tobacco when you can just buy cigarettes? You know what I mean? And it's like now it's finally becoming like realized like, oh, maybe because they're full of bullshit that we don't need to smoke. So as you know, because you listened to the show and you saw Bill Drake Nugget. No, I'm just kidding. No. You can't do that to me, man. That's all right. I'm not doing it to you. Okay. But no, if you listen to the show, then you know that you need to grow your own tobacco. But you again, you can grow enough. If if you had 
10, 10 or 12 plants, I think you'd be pretty good for the year, right? They, I got like barrel, I got like a couple of uh, buckets full of leaves now. So, you, Dave, you're welcome to smoke the tobacco out of my backyard if you want. Really? Tobacco leaves? Got them. Mm. I'm slanging them. I might, <laughs> no, I might I'm try not one. not selling them. Don't come. A, ATFM's coming to get me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, you can give me one, can't you? They're, they're going to be coming soon. What? ATFM. You can give me one, can't you? No. You can't even. I, no. Yes, you can. Of course I can. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think the, the, the cannabis laws, hopefully, when they, if, the fed, if, the, if it becomes federally accepted, you know, I'm afraid it's going to turn like that. It's going to become turned into a controlled substance in the sense that you're not allowed to grow it yourself. You know what I mean? Because mm. even though it's legal, it's now legal in this. Which would be the perfect thing for people to do now that they're all trying to, you know, stay at home and be functional is to grow their own cannabis. And at least they wouldn't be, you know, spending money they didn't have and a good hobby to take up. Right. They're and, already, uh, they're already trying to, you know, make sourdough bread. So why not? Oh, or bagels. Wow. You just oh, was the, that oh, a ding? You he just ding me. He doesn't know. Did that he did. No, he doesn't. No, I haven't tried sourdough yet. Yes. Oh, have you just been, on bagels? Have, have you been baking? He is the man. I, I used to bake bagels like a long, long time ago, back in the, yeah. gosh, when was it? In the in the in the early nineties. Let me tell you about my bagel days over here with Dave's yeah. bagel. Oh, let me so tell nearly you. thirty years ago. Yeah, you got and uh, when I started, I started doing them again. There, you like them, right, Adam? So fuck you. Amazing. Jesus Christ, sir. So, you know they, they are. They are. So, uh, that actually sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. Well, next time overly you're in Boulder impressed. area, you let me know. I'll, you can have some bagels. So um, it's almost 6 o'clock. I don't want to keep this. So I think we, uh, we round this out, and we'll get everybody. So I hope you guys have uh, downloaded this into your podcast stream or whatever whatever uh, platform you're using. And uh, like myself, I'll be on. Now i got a ride home. Stitcher. Hour and a half, so that means I'll get like two, two episodes in. I'll give you an update. Uh, Joe, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Joe. <laughs> I can't believe it. Fucking <laughs> Joe Blow. He's got a new nickname. Right. I, I did see that, Joe Blow. It's I think it fits. Yeah, and you saw the pineapple, uh, <sighs> the the rat's tail, right? You saw that one? Oh, I didn't see that uh, one. Pineapple Point, rat's tail. That was a good good title. Good oh time. yeah, yeah. Oh, See, pineapple point. point. We can't, yeah. for, we can't forget that. Pineapple point, a rat's tail. That was, uh, I forgot yeah, to yeah, say yeah, it, but that's yeah. a great. That's a great with the tail, it, like the tail uh, and not the tail. See? It really has, it really has a ring to it. it. Twists. I, oh my god, it's amazing. So we'll be writing that by the end of this, by the end of the next show. So take your podcast. We're gonna just we're like gonna dictate it. Boom, we're done. That was yeah, easy. I, I saw someone asking what it's called. It's called the Syndicate. And yeah, you can find it on any podcast platform. It, just, was there a couple? There was a couple different things. No, there was just because I saw the blue, and then I thought I saw another syndicate. Something there was like something close. Oh, I think yeah, I think there's like an investment show. Yeah, there's also there. like a Bigfoot. No, show. that's not there's, it. Don't go to those ones. It's not Bigfoot. You're gonna be a little bit disappointed if you go to the investment show. Oh yeah, and get that three pound per plant book because we'll definitely be able to sell that on the show. Everyone wants that. My camera for the win. Go that and Frank Gigax back to back at those two books we're killing it boom <laughs> yeah his was like a thousand pounds on an acre or something like that or I don't know more than that or I don't know I forgot I forgot right. cool
cool. Well, it was awesome, awesome having you on. Uh, we're going to do shout outs. You can feel free to hang out and chill if you want, but I don't want to keep you any longer because uh, we're going to do shout outs. Then we're going to get uh, Tommy on the show. I mean, you can hang out and talk to Tommy. He's a skydiver, but you guys do. Oh, tell us about your one experience. We'll definitely ask him if he knows Joe. I will. Is he famous? Uh, actually, he so he ran, <laughs> Joe ran one of the biggest <laughs> jump zones in the Midwest while he was running this group. So that was called Westside Skydivers, and he still has a jump zone in Texas. He's an East Coast skydiver, so I don't know. Oh, East Coast, West Coast. Those, there might be a, there might be a oh, skydiver yeah. rift that we don't know those, about. Those skydivers can those get guys, territorial. I heard, I heard they're worse than surfers, so you got to watch out. Ooh, he said the S word. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for coming through. Hey, well, Thank thanks you. so much for having me on the show. Awesome, it was, awesome, it was fun chatting. And, and uh, take the joint with you, of course. Cause, oh, well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we, I think you right, rolled it too tight. I watched him trying to smoke it. It, there. Did, I, it takes it a second or two. It did, it did not stay lit, okay. I have to say. You have oh. to, like, you have to, with my stuff, you got to You just got to uh, do the old, gotta, my, my, my wife's the same way. She goes, this doesn't smoke. And then I go. <laughs> there you go. And then she's like, oh, my God. How did you do it? Side, it's the famous uh, Dave side, the side breath, you know, the, the side. I, I like that. Did it, we, yeah. we weren't using your puffco that, so I, I didn't see you use it. That or uh, see you do the side breath. Awesome. Uh, and also, uh, is that other is that other story still available online, or how how do we get to that one? Because I want to read more about the. Yeah, story. I want to read the about the LSD acid. story. Yeah. Yes. Is that, is that available yet? Or is oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's online. Um, tell, us, tell us how to get that one real quick. Yeah, just Google. I mean, just Google LSD Denver Labs, mm -hmm. um, and then I wrote that for Westward. Okay, so, so for Westward, cool. Uh, so there you go, Dave. You got some homework. Sweet. After the show. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And that Sweet. one's that one's definitely worth um, turning into a podcast when he comes out with his memoirs. Maybe so do like a tell him you know, I want to bring this to life a little bit for you. Yeah, so. yeah. It, it'll be cool when his book eventually comes out. I'm. Well, does he have a time frame on that? Uh, I mean. Given how meticulous he was, yeah, even exactly. just working on this magazine story, I feel like it might be a while. 47 uh, years. 47 years. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he has Probably. that long to live, but... Um, well, it's gonna, that's how long it's going to take. <laughs> no, that's like, too bad. I mean, it sounds no, like he, just put his mind, be, it, he put his mind to it. It sounds like he oh, yeah, there's banged the, that thing out. There's the piece. I would love to hear it. There we go. Nice. Read it. Um, cool. Well, that's something to read. And... Uh, it's good to know you're you're at least picking out good subjects. You're on the right you're on the right roll when it comes to subject selection. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, man. And and then is there another way to uh, do? You have any kind of like blogs or anything, or what are you putting out anything uh, that kind of brings all your work together, or just you um, keep an eye out? I've got a Twitter handle. Um, it's at bike journalist. Okay. And so yeah, at what at bike journalist? Bike journalist. Yeah, I, I, we didn't even get to this, but I um, I got my start in journalism while uh, riding my bike from France to China over two years. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we always get this at the end of the story. We're like, <laughs> so by the way, you know, when I was six, you know, <laughs> how old were you when you did that? Uh, I was 22. Okay. So, and, and how many fucking miles is that? Jeez. It was uh, 16,000 miles. Holy but wow. Yeah, so my buddy and I would just, <laughs> yeah, we would just bike around until we found something that was newsworthy. Like, you know, we did... A story about rescuing climbers in Russia. We did a story about um, this town that was like fighting this coal plant in Turkey. So we just ride our bikes until we saw something that we we thought we could sell to magazines, and uh -huh. 
would stop there, report it, and be on our way wow. after that. And you were sponsored <laughs> by anybody, or you guys just paid for it yourself? How'd you, how'd we you had, keep, we stay, actually stay did have some, I mean, we had some low-level sponsorships from the North Face and Mountain Hardware for like apparel, like gear. Sure, but for cash, no. Which was, which was like, much appreciated. Thank you, North Face and Mountain <laughs> Hardware. Right. Shout out to North Face and Mountain Hardware. But you had to like pay for yourself as far as like everything else in between? Yeah, or? yeah. Damn. But I mean, it's very cheap to travel by bicycle. So, yeah, um, you know, we were camping most nights. Your transportation doesn't cost you anything. That's so, true. I mean, you are the transportation. You yeah, are I mean, there the were, and and then some of the countries that we were we were traveling through, like like Burma. I mean, like you're you're basically you can live off of five five dollars a yeah, day. True, true. And that's like eating well. Uh huh. So yeah. How long did that take? It was uh, almost two years. Whoa, that's dedication right there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that many, all to say the uh, the bike journalist tw- Twitter handle is a reference back to that. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Well, that's awesome. That's I a, gave you a follow. That's a trip. Oh well, that's thanks, a major, Dave. That's a major, uh, major outtaking right there. And you went with one person or more people? Uh, one friend. One friend. Yeah. And you guys stayed together the whole time. And oh friends. man, that might have been. Years. That might have been the toughest part of the whole trip. Like two was, years of the same person after oh, a while. Yeah. <laughs> MTI, I'd be so sick yeah. of MTI. Oh, Dave, forget about it. We'd be like, we wouldn't even get across. Oh, no, we were... We'd be like, I haven't even made it to Denver, dude. We started in Boulder at your house. Shut the hell up. Yeah, we, we were... <laughs> <laughs> Let me out right here, dude. Yeah, yeah. get the fuck We were out. practically <laughs> at each other's throats at wow. multiple occasions. Did you, yeah. add, did you um, include any of that drama into your... Uh, into your writings or, or your yeah journalism. we had a whole blog at the time and you know like, like people back home could get the whispering you guys whispering to the play by play drama what was his name uh, his name the is first Mor- name his name is Morgan so Morgan had a blog Chris is a motherfucker and then <laughs> <laughs> Chris had a blog and then my blog fuck was just, you Morgan yeah <laughs> just another day with this asshole. Wow. Motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> no, years, he's though. my best friend. I love you, Morgan. For two years, uh, though, that is a long trip, man. That's a, like a fucking major, major outtake. But yeah. yeah. Cool. That's the world. That's some, some major experiences. And, and you were like, what, so what, what year was that? Uh, that was 2010 to, t- or no, 2011 to the end of 2012. So it was, yeah, almost two years. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. And no major, you didn't like roll into any kind of crazy uh, uh, sort of political actions while you were there because that's pretty. Man, long time we to be in we lucked out. Most, we lucked out on that. I mean, on our route, on. like um, there was. I don't know if you remember the the coup that took place in Turkey. That wasn't long after we were rolling through Istanbul. Um, there was also Oof. like pretty and when you went Turkey, pretty heavy riots you, in Thailand right after we were there. Did you go um, through the south or the north of that country? Because I did mostly south travel. Uh, we went on the north side of Turkey, so like along mm-hmm. the the Black Sea. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, we crossed Central Asia. Um, unfortunately, there was there was like some ISIS activity there a couple of years after we left, and um, this is a really sad story, but two American bicycle tourists were actually run down by an ISIS van on like the same highway that we had been on in, in Tajikistan. Oh, you don't like your American flag on the back of your fucking bike there. No. You're like, no, definitely got my turban on. I'm cruising along. Can't even see the bike. Oh it's... yeah, we definitely were not <laughs> flying an American flag. Better to, if, if you're going to do that kind of thing, yeah, Canadian yeah. flag, exactly. You could definitely pass as a Canadian too. Look at this guy. Be like, yeah, he's Canadian. <laughs> see, I, they might, might, might question me a little bit. but we, We've been joking about that for years, but you know what? Every fucking American would kill to have a Canadian passport right now oh, and man. be able to just go up north, get out of this fucking shithole at the moment. Holy fuck. Whew, yeah, it's, the it's rough. That's crazy, though. Uh, 
to go through that and uh, ride the entire time like that. But that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, well, cool. Thanks for coming through, and we'll definitely catch up more. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. All right, peace, man. See ya. Yeah, thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. And we got to pay the bills around here. Pay the fucking bills. Uh, and, oh, right out of the gate, got to put on my, hold on, hold on. Got to put on it. Bam! New Millennium. <laughs> These are the new New Millennium glasses made by my buddies over at Black Flies in California uh, from Orange County. And these, we're going to be giving away a pair of these every week. Now, I didn't really come up with a contest, as we never do, because we're so lame. We can't, can't even think. Oh, well, it's got to be a photo contest, right? Does it? Make a picture. Yeah, what you are right there, those glasses, put them on other people. What? Come on, you come up yeah. with the lamest things, dude. You make Why not? you make it lame. No, don't listen to Dave. Dave, Dave. <laughs> don't listen to Dave. No. Definitely put that, the glasses on someone. No. On how about MTI? It, Let MTI wear them for a second. I don't know. And it can be the best no, caricature no, of a mark. No, doesn't even make sense. How about because not everybody sits around and fucking photoshops and does shit like that. So yeah. that's, that's not a very All right. it has to be a little more like either everybody can do it or fuck it, and I just give it to somebody, which is the best way to do it. And um, right now, because I'm going to give, we're going to give a pair to Rosin Dogs because he deserves them, because Rosin Dogs is the only fucking guy who's even remotely going to keep our fucking, one of our sponsors who's coming up later, Ozo Coffee, which is now on the brink of disaster. Because yep. nobody responded. Nobody's smart enough to know that they drink coffee every fucking day. Yeah. And if they want to save us from having <laughs> to ever buy coffee again, because that's all we get out of this deal. We don't get no money. We get free coffee. We get coffee. Like, this is it. I'm trying to fucking hustle. If you want us to drink good not, coffee, you guys aren't helping you the hustle. You need to drink good coffee. You're not helping my hustle at all. Thanks, man. So if you want to help my fucking hustle... I think you need to just order some damn coffee from Ozo Coffee, which I'm going to give a double sponsor, double double sponsorship, yeah. just because. Put the link up on the chat, because Mark, and, under the Adam and, Dunn and, show, and, so and, they can and, just click it. And you, my friend, are going to get a pair. Not this pair, because this is my pair. I have a brand new pair for you, right here. Give it to me by Bo. We got. Now this is a, a long process. This is a brand new pair for you. This has been a long process. I actually said we need to make grow glasses long, long, like probably 15 years ago. This is a, this is and this is why fucking rosin dogs are getting this. Because 20 years ago, I said we got to make these fucking glasses, and now we finally made them. It just took us 20 fucking years because finally somebody got some, you know, backing for me and said, hey, we do. Let's do those. Glasses you were talking about 15. When it, I was talking about them 10 years ago here, but I was already talking about them for 10 years. So, Raza Dogs, you have to just give us a heads up how to get these fucking glasses to you because you won because you have the best comments about Dave, and that's pretty much the winning. That, that was the formula <laughs> I wanted was who can make fun of Dave the most, and they would win. And since he already would win anyway, so fuck it. Let's just give it to you right out of the gate. Give him so, two pair then. No, get the fuck out of here. See, once again, Dave. He has a wife. Wow. Don't listen. No, they can fight over it. This is yeah. much more. Oh. This will be much more fun. It's good fight fodder. You don't want to. All get, right. What happens when they, they're both wearing them? You want to. You want them to what? Make love wearing the fucking glasses so need... together. What are they gonna do? They can freaking share them. Whatever. Yeah. So how do we get them to? Them? I don't know. He's gonna have to contact us, and we'll we'll you know. Done deal at uh. I want my glasses, bitch. Anyway, new millennium nutrients. These guys rock. Uh, I just picked up some new stuff from Trevor. Thank you, Trevor. Trevor's running the shit. Thank Cole you, Trevor. Because Cole ain't around. Cole's never around. 
Try to call that guy. Cole, where are you? Jared, though, is putting out fucking podcasts, so you should keep an eye out. I don't even know what it's called, but if you go to the website. <laughs> if you go to the website. Hey, Bo's never listened to it, so there you go. Bo's in trouble. Out of Bill Gate. And Bo never listens to this show, so I don't have to worry about Bo ever getting me in trouble. So, yeah. Yeah. I asked him yesterday, like, dude, you ever listen to this? I was like, no. I'm like, what? Dude. He's like, I never listened to Jared. I'm like, dude, he is doing your show. You don't even listen to that. But don't listen to me. Listen to the fucking plants and pick up a bunch of uh, new millennium nutrients. If you have a large <coughs> scale facility, if you're growing a tent, doesn't matter. Just go to their website, check out their uh, their uh, store finder and their calculator, and you can figure out exactly what you need. If you want to do a standalone, just pick up some, uh, either either their ruby fulvic or their um, winter frost, and those are both standalone products where you can use and see a big res- big change. You can just use a ruby fulvic like a fucking tonic for your plants. Like, man, my plants just need a little bit of a little love without having to go through the whole program, and that's all you really need. It's fucking awesome. Plant. That's it. It's an awesome plant, awesome product. Anyway, go to them and always use Done Deal if you order direct from them and get yourself some uh, special special deal. And I, and uh, if you really, really need to fucking get in touch with them and somehow you're not getting enough results because someone's not listening. <laughs> Contact us and we'll make sure it happens. We had to do it. We had to do it for your boy. Did we ever get that figured out or no? What? My God. That's how good we are. We never uh, figured nothing out. It's all good. Well, we He's will. all good. He never came back in this. But anyway, uh, done deal and check out, my friend. And of course, Dave's fave. Well, I think no, it's, it's, it's a trifecta now. It's right. It's medically correct is their parent company. We finally have and it together. We did it right. We're, 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 yes. we're getting there. No, it's looking correct. And medically correct. Looking correct to me. It's looking medically correct. It's looking, on their med- site. it's looking medically correct to me. How do we do? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Fuck. Take a break. Whoa. Whoa. Take a break. Whoa. Uh, and they <laughs> manufacture... Incredibles at, edibles. Steven oh, Chang wow. has his own page, dude. Look at this twenty five percent off at medicallycorrect.com. Wow. Yeah. At participating but, dispensaries. I need to go through this website. Yeah. <laughs> Let's oh yeah. Nice. Well, any any website that that features Stephen Chang is worthwhile in my book. So, check out medicallycorrect.com. You can find their products, Incredibles, at uh, like every dispensary in one form or another, either chocolate or uh, gummies. They have micro dose little. Um, mints they are fantastic quality and the beauty of Incredibles is I take them <laughs> and it's consistent experience every time it's not like you take one and you go well, did it work or you take one and you go wait a minute that's just way too strong it's a consistent dosage you just buy the product you want you want a 5 milligram or 10 milligram or a 50 milligram they're available out there again in every dispensary and if you're looking for one that doesn't contain any thc and you don't live in colorado or in a medical state you can hit up truepura.com for their entire cbd line so they have gummies um and i got a salve from them they have a tincture which i give my dog every morning and in conjunction with her new little herbal allergy stuff she doesn't have any problems anymore she's not licking her paws she's not scratching everywhere new dog so incredibles edibles medically correct and true pura cbd or truepura.com and uh enter done deal at true pura and you're going to get 20 percent off and they're going to ship it to you um but if you happen to be um, in Colorado Springs, you can hit up Green Farms Med and you can get the done deal there. And since they carry Incredibles, uh, as Adam likes to say, it's the double done deal. Oh, shit. So 
you know, just ask for it. I, and, I was and, there. And you got that bubble going? Oh, sorry, that uh, juicy. What the hell is it? It's it's called Juicy G. Yeah, but it's and and it's awesome. I mean, it really it's really good. Okay. So uh, you should check it out. It's organic, no till, grown in Colorado Springs with love and care, and it is just fantastic. But they had every edible company on there. So I think I saw Wana. They had robots. Um, they had that. Um, remember when we had on uh, the Num Nuts guys? Yeah. And we smoked those really nice concentrate jars with that really nice packaging. I'm totally spacing their names, but they had them on the shelves as well. Somebody, Spencer, if you were Adam, if you remember, tell me. Um, the, fantastic company. They treated me right. Um, in and out, quick. You I got my. Like, mm, I did a bunch of in and out this Oh, weekend. man. That's all you ate. No. Didn't That's all I ate, dude. For like. Oh, because you were in Vegas. Oh, days. you motherfucker. You should have brought me back a burger. Vegas, Arizona. Yeah, right. yeah that would yeah. be that would travel well. I don't care. No, that's so it's usually the first place I wind up when I get to yeah. Vegas. Anyways, yeah, they don't pay our bills. It's no, not the, it's not the same Juicy G though. It's what he just called Juicy G. So it's Juicy G, and it, it is. It's. A, I mean, it's. It's. It smells like bubble gum, and I got sour breath. Um, and it is. That's just a. Uh, um. Oh, uh, it's a great, great smoke. So give them a shot. Go down to Green Farms Med. Bring your med card. Bring your ID. There's a cash machine on premises if you need it. Um, get some great cannabis. And don't forget to mention the done deal. Definitely. And they'll take good care of you. Yes, sir. No-till ground. Soil. Oh, What? Right segue, right in between these two guys, because they're both – well, those guys grow no-till. Build a soil helps you uh, – do it yourself. And did you guys watch the Kiss the Ground documentary? Have you heard about it? No. no. Netflix, Kiss the Ground. It's mm-hmm. uh, Woody Harrelson, so we know, stoner. Well, okay. it was a stoner. He actually said he was going to quit, so maybe we might have to boycott the entire movie now. Oh, boycott. I don't know. He no. got stoned with a bunch of my friends in Dark Star Orchestra when they were playing Times Square many years ago. Oh, years in the, ago. In I know, the bus. but lately he's been a little weird. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. He, he did a documentary, or he's narrating a documentary, and it's about soil health. And it's pretty much right up our alley. And there's this dude on there, which we want to need to get him on the show because he's touring the country, basically telling farmers that they're fucking doing it all wrong and explaining to them. <laughs> How's that going over for him? Is he have a nice receptive audience? No, they all have he their opens arm, up with that? They all have their arms crossed and, they, and they're all yeah. oh, like super fat. <laughs> super fat with their arms crossed. <laughs> and they got no money because their crops suck. Basically, that's what he, he kind of comes into all these places that are getting their own dust bowl because they don't, they because they till, right? And they all they do is till, and tilling the soil is never good because it dries that shit out. And when it dries it out, and, you know, it's just it's logical. But at the same time, this uh, documentary just lays it out, and you really see that the soil health is the, probably the most important thing in America right now because, or in the world really, but definitely in they show like how we fucked it all up with, um, because, you know, for, for thousands of years, it was just the buffalo tr- moving from space to space, and they would trample the ground, and fucking that would kind of 
rough it up a little bit, but all the plants would still grow, and there'd just be this layer of uh, topsoil and hummus, and everything was there, and you know, humus, uh, hummus. <laughs> it was a bunch of hummus. Hey, hummus, hummus, yeah, the hummus is in there. Yeah, but the hummus. Yes, uh, which, it is hummus. What are you talking about? With uh, <laughs> and, hummus. And, and if you take and you look at the, some of these places, it's just been you know over farmed and fucked up. But if you don't want to do that, you got to go to build a soil, and they will guide you to never grow like that and to grow no-till, which is just like our last guys. Um, but also they have the best in uh, IPM products. They have the best when it comes to uh, inputs that you may need. Really hard to find stuff too, things you'll never see anywhere else. I love like the dried coconut, things like that, because I'm always in a survival mode in my grow room, like in case the shit goes down, at least I got dehydrated <laughs> coconut. I can fucking slurp that down for a little bit. Right. I don't know about your salty salts, but you know. Uh, but yeah, go to buildasoil.com or go to 855-877-SOIL. And uh, when you go to their website on checkout, you always want to use the done deal. And if you're inside of Colorado or New Mexico, you can have free shipping on over 500 bucks. So it's a pretty cool deal. You can actually order soil from them, and it won't cost you an arm and a leg, literally. Nope. Uh, so check them out, Jeremy. The other Jeremy, not that Jeremy. Not the Jeremy who called <laughs> in earlier, but the other Jeremy uh, is the man, actually, over there. And they go onto their website uh, or onto their uh, Instagram page and all the, and their uh, I don't know about their face. Do they even do Facebook or what's the deal with them? Is it just all Instagram? Instagram is there. Is I don't know if they have Facebook, but Instagram they they really manage. So take a look at them. It's a lot of uh, side by sides and shit. So. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, but if you happen to be using build the soil products and you're working at your garden through late at night and you're tired and you want that oh this is that, yeah, that rant. wonderful okay. cup of yeah. coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. to get you going it's ozo coffee and if you if you want us to keep drinking ozo coffee we need you guys don't want to see listen, me all aggro it's 20 no percent off yeah. it's not like we're asking you to spend money full price even get 20 percent off just enter done deal at checkout spend, all right spend a hundy telling you i know it sounds and like a lot of money but you'll, you're gonna drink that shit that's the whole thing about coffee is it's never a bad thing to have coffee in the nope. house. Like I've never had someone go, dude, this sucks. I have coffee. It's like, no, it's <laughs> never happened. It's always been like, oh my God, we have no coffee. And then it's just panic in the fucking, in everywhere, right? People will. Well, you can go a step further. The, the people they work with, the farmers they buy their beans from are really small, independent, family-run like, like farms little, across little, the globe. Little people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, <laughs> and they so they, they source it. It's shipped here to Colorado and to Boulder. They roasted in a 1959 roaster, and it is phenomenal, okay? So visit ozocoffee.com, spend a it's little fire. money, it's... buy some coffee, enter done deal. They'll give you 20% off your order. And uh, we can't count on Rosin Dogs because I think he ordered 10 pounds. But if everybody out there Rosin just bought, bought five pounds. You can just throw um, them in the bathtub and do, do laundry. Maybe like Rosin Dog. Just You'd be surprised, but coffee makes a great gift with the holiday season coming up yeah. and people at home. So Rebag buy him some coffee. Rebag you it, know. call it your own shit. Oh, yeah. Buy five pounds, make your own bags. and I roasted it myself. Yeah, tell your mom you roasted it in a 1959 roaster for her. <laughs> you got all the details. You have it in the basement. She'd be like, what, what have you been doing in the basement all you, these days? You have it's the all roaster. The details. Um, You'd be like, yeah, it was a 1959 roaster for you, mom. Yeah. yeah. I did it. I did it. Anyway. So listen, if you like coffee, if your parents like coffee, if your friends like coffee, turn them on to ozocoffee.com. And, yeah. uh, Do the old high school hustle and sell four pounds and keep fucking one pound. How you like How's that? <laughs> How's That's that for the for hustle? Me. Free coffee every yeah. month. You just oh, got to yeah. find four other victims and be like, yeah, bro. 
I got you. And then just keep a couple beans extra. Be like the four bean guy. Be like, yeah, four beans per dude. That's four bean beans. guy. I got 16 beans. It'd be like, just like in high school when people would be doing the joints and the fingers. Remember the finger? Oh, yeah. Finger Two bags. fingers. How many fingers? Yep. Three Two fingers. fingers. And then you'd be like, my fingers are thinner than yours. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Postal scale, baby. <laughs> no, then we were up. Then we, we were up. How much does it weigh? It can weigh anywhere from one to eight grams. Mm. Okay. Well, how much is it? Oh, it's somewhere between one and eight grams. That's great. That's, That's what my postal scale deal. tells me. That's not a good deal. But what no. is a good deal is twenty percent off. Ozo coffee. Ozo coffee. And another good deal is to be if you're in a, if if you happen to be in Barcelona, is you roll into fucking Treasure. Yeah, baby. Tell them you want that done deal. You get your free entry. And you've got access to some of the best cannabis and the coolest people. That's all you really need to know. Also, some great art there and just good, good times. Too bad we can't go. Too bad we're lame. We're Americans. Americans and good hash. We are not. I'm seeing photos of his hash. I know. He's always got good hash. He's always had good hash. That's the thing. PD PD knows good hash. Now, like I told you, PD made made the fucking tips that everybody used, which are made out of mammoth. That he fucking handmade, so he's always had his you know finger on the pulse when it comes to way to go, Petey. to the hash culture. So if you're interested in those or just checking out Treasure, go to them and say what's up for us. Oh please, if you're in Barcelona and you go to Treasure, really hit us up on on Zoom or Skype or well, something yeah, and send fucking, us some do photos. A, do a selfie with Petey. Yeah. That'll get you a free pair of fucking new millenniums. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. But you're going to be like, Adam, hey. there's like 14 people came in here in the last couple of days. All yeah. wanted to take pictures of me. Something about some glasses I'm supposed to have for them? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm down. If you guys, if, it's 20, if, if up to 23 people contact me then we'll have, no, we'll, have, we'll have no more glasses next week but, but that's what I can that's my max I can do but every week I'm going to give away a pair of these amazing black flies and look at, I mean it's, I don't know if you can see them but the, nah you can't see them you can see them on me cause here I'm a, I'm a go, I always looked decent in, see black flies are like my, my brand for when I, you know everyone has their brand I need them prescription though. That was my brand. That was my '90s brand. You can totally tell it was like '90s. You can see the '90sness in it all. Oh, totally. It's like oh, know, big time. I am back in the uh, skydiving. This is a good skydiving glasses. Totally. Can you put a skydiving? Oh, you should play the theme to uh, Miami Vice. We gotta go back to paying the bills, fellas. <laughs> Okay, so oh, that's right. I, I was skydiving, bro. No, find nope. that picture so we can do that. I don't want to. What? No, you got to come to Denver. You got to come to Pueblo, or you got to come to Colorado Springs, and you'll be able to go to Apothecary Farms. Oh man! And you, yeah. Oh man, I can smoke some right now. So you enter the Dun. You, you give them the Dun deal. You say, "Listen, I heard about you guys on the Adam Dunn show. I hear you have some sick ambrosia, and I get a free joint for twenty-five bucks. So what? What, what about it's about that? And you know what? You'll meet their fine staff there, and you'll walk away with something like chem chi i got here and what else did you bring me mark i think orange ak is the, the yeah. other one for we this we both week. have the same thing okay so we can do oh. it together so you know you're old when you put on sunglasses and you can't see shit nah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> i used to love sunglasses yeah. now i have to like pretend i love them but i can't really love them and shout out to jonathan you... he hooked me up with this uh, cartridge because he wanted to say that it, he'll put it up against any of the cartridges out there 
If you want to try it, you can. I don't know. What? Oh, God. You're going to put him on the Deemster? spot and make this, him try a product? Is this a Deemster? Right now, unrehearsed, Is this, is this a Deemster product? No, he was just no. saying that Dude, the is there the vitamin it's a, it's a, in that? It's the Blackberry. Uh, Wait, is this from Blackberry? Blackberry? Yeah. Oh, okay. Blackberry. Oh, okay. Okay. Random guy Sorry. named Bob. That no, Jonathan is a yeah. butt tender there. Oh, okay. And he always takes care of me Shout when I come in. Shout out to Jonathan. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Jonathan. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a Deemster pen, so you're going to watch me go like, yeah. But he wanted to put it up against the leading brand of cartridges man he said that how about if you get a picture with jonathan at apothecary you'll get a pair of glasses oh there you go drum roll drum roll drum roll actually not bad it's not, i mean yeah right it doesn't taste nothing in it there's nothing no it's just it's just live resin in there yeah yep all their cartridges are live resin they're reasonably priced so if you're into that mm. you got that i only it's use them for little, like trips it, it's a little on the back of the throat at the end but not you know Still a card, so what are you gonna do? It's cards card. always tickle your cards always kind of do. They're that. like a tickle thing, but I thought it tasted good. Yeah, and it hits. Good. So check out their Ambrosia. They've got, I mean, what Mark? Dozens and dozens and dozens of flavors on the shelf all the time. Yes, and y- you know, you got to know that they're a trustworthy company when practically. Every dispensary that carries that has any of their their flour processed, mm-hmm. um, they use apothecary extracts. So there there are a few other companies out there, but I see apothecary extracts on the shelves in hundred. You know what? Like Three hundred plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so listen. It's trusted by other dispensaries, so you trust them. Just you can only going to get the done deal if you go to one of their three stores in Pueblo. You have to go to all three hundred stores and buy stuff, and then I'll I'll give you your free pair of glasses. (laughs) That's the deal. That's the new done deal. It only cost you about ten thousand dollars to get a pair of glasses, (laughs) and I need proof. Yeah, proof. Photos from every fucking photos. Exactly. But uh, if you're stuck at home and you're going to be doing some processing and you have uh, essential extracts you want to make, you can go to extractcraft.com or you can go to ex- at extractcraft team on Instagram and uh, you get their, their, what is it, their Eto Pro. And um, what's their, their tabletop unit called? This source. one you always do. Oh, the source. The source. Okay, now did you try the, um, the Chem G this time? Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'll, it's I'll try totally some right different now. from the last time. It's got like a um, Jackie kind of thing going on. Yeah, it's totally, yeah. But it's not too, it's weird. It's like, it goes like, it's got it, but it doesn't have the the same high note. It's kind of a different side thing. It's weird. Yep. Yeah, I noticed it this time around. But right, hold on, I'll try it. But uh, yeah, it's I, totally jackish. I actually bought four grams of that kimchi. Or, oh, or wow. golden goatish, or... and it totally didn't remind me of the one that I just got recently from. But it was weird. Well, you know, so, Kim yeah. has a certain thing, and this is yep. Kimmy. Not sure what happened there, guys, but it's still good. Yeah, but it, but it has a differently. Uh... Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like it was like, I don't know. Yeah. No. No. We did not say that. It's something. Different ish, yep. Different plant, different vibe. I don't know. It's kind of, but yeah. Anyway, the other one. You said this was recce. Is very. Uh, I like the other one actually. It's got some weird funk to it, like a. It's like a cheesy orange type of thing going on. Yep. Cheesy yes. Orange AK is good. Right. right? <coughs> the. Uh, yeah, it definitely has a cheesy, a cheesy vibe too. So yes, apothecary, get your done deal, extract craft source and uh, Eto Pro. But you're gonna need fucking oil, or you're gonna need alcohol if you want to make oil with these machines. And so you go to our next uh, 
sponsor, which is 420 Extractor. And uh, they have, you can get everything from uh, a liter up to 50 gallons sent to your place. No problem. Get totes. They have five gallon buckets, all, all the above. You've done deal on the way out. Um, it's very easy to use. Made right here in Colorado. And, you know, it's made for what you're doing instead of some other random bullshit. <laughs> so eloquently put. It's <laughs> a good spot. That's a good spot. So then there's Fort and that's extractcraft.com or extractcraft team on Instagram. And then there's the 420 extractor because you're going to need some alcohol for that. And it's not just for sanitizing your hands or getting drunk off of. You can uh, use it to refine your essential extracts. <laughs> okay. Uh, bang. Next one we got is your guys over at 14 or in Boulder. Tell us oh, what's the latest. Listen, the, the latest is medical is closed, but recreational is open. Oh, really? um, medical's been closed for a few months now. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that, but just in case I haven't said it, medical's not going right down. Gotcha. Their rec is phenomenal. There's probably a dozen different strains on the shelf. The truth is out. Tropicana is out. I know there's a whole bunch of DJC crosses coming down. Rosin is on fire. I just saw a post. I saw the drop. So they haven't had rosin in the last week or two. So if you were looking to pick up some rosin, now is the time. It is on the shelves. They carry apothecary extracts. They actually did a collab with Viola Labs. Um, that's still on the shelves as well. Um, great people down there. You go to 14erboulder.com. You place your pre-order. They'll tell you when your order is ready. You show up, you tell the, the person waiting out front that you're you're there, and they'll call you when it's your time to come in. Only one person in the store at a time, um, cash only. If you could, have your cash before you get there, but if you forget, they do have a cash machine, but uh, then somebody has to wait behind you while you're pulling cash out going, what the fuck was my PIN number? So uh, what is your great pin, people What is your PIN there. number, Dave? Yeah, what is your PIN number? <laughs> six, six, <laughs> six. Whoa. Um, wow, it's only three numbers? That's weird. Yeah, that's strange. It's a, yeah. Really, oh, really. six, six, six. So their live rosin is Still phenomenal. Three. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> is that six numbers or three times? I said, oh, six, six, six. You oh, can't have a four-digit pin. I didn't hear the O part. I thought the O was oh. like, oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Listen, I, I, they also have pens. So they have their pens out there right now, but they also do a live rosin in their pens. And it's it's fantastic. So give them a shot. Go to 14 or Boulder, 28th and Mapleton in Boulder. Tell them the Adam Dunn Show sent you. No discount there right now, but at least you can patronize them. Uh, oh, look at this timing. Jesus. Look at this what, timing. What, what was, was he, I, if you were parachuting and your timing was this good, I'd been super impressed. Yeah. I'd been like, whoa. It's got to be pretty. It's got to be close. <laughs> you landed right What's going at, on, gentlemen? Landed right hey, at the right now. moment. Cool. We're going to have... Uh, we're gonna have you on for the next uh, hour or so, or a little, yeah, close, yeah, something like that. Um, just chill out and get really high for the next five minutes while I, while we bang out. First, we're gonna talk about this fish shit guy because he's pretty. He's that shit's pretty dope, I think. But, but we're gonna delve deeper into the shit after. So, let's move on to our next uh, shout outs right now, and we're gonna come back to fish shit in right when I'm done. How's that? Tom, yeah. get your weed ready. Get all the weed ready you need. <laughs> Now's the time. Uh, I, got a, I got a minute to run? All right, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so go ahead uh, to the next one, and we'll go back to fish shit when we get there. 
So we, uh, we, oh shit, now we have this. Come on, get in here. C tier now. James is calling com. in right now. This is his moment. He's coming out Where of the green you, room. Buddy? He's coming out of the green room. Coming out of the green room. Here he comes. He's missed da, da, da. He's doing ketamine in the back or something. What's going on? Yeah, he's he's laying on. on the ground. He's laying on the ground. Ah, yeah. I did too much. Uh, classic Hollywood. Totally. Okay. Uh, Seeds here now is go- was going to come on. He's he's a bit slow, so we're going to let him give him. <laughs> no, he's, he's not slow. He's probably there oh, with his shitty here he is. Oh, he's on a dial up. Dial up, Dave. <laughs> All right, seats here now in the house. Let's see it. How's it going? Good. How about yourself? Good. I'm quarantining from uh, from everybody. Really? <laughs> you're, up at, you're you're back in Oregon, and now you're hiding out in the woods somewhere. Or what are you doing? No, I'm back in. Uh, I'm I'm in I'm in Oklahoma, my friend. Oh no, you're in Oklahoma. I forgot. Yeah, fuck yeah. How did I forget that? Yeah. So now you're real. Cor- oh, so you're quarantined because yeah, just... you you haven't you haven't even been there 14 days yet, right? How many how many days have you been there? No, and I'm quarant yeah, and, and I'm quarantining me from them actually. <laughs> you from them, meaning you're sick, or meaning they're sick? Well, Oklahoma does have quite a, a a big number of cases, and so I'm trying not to be one of them. I think it's hilarious that I've driven across the country twice during the pandemic, and it's I've not caught anything. But I'm very safe and very trying to do anything. So you know, how bad is it in Oklahoma right now? Uh, defined bad. I don't know what bad is. Can you guys see my video? No, no, no video. Video no. gone. No, you died. You died. Uh, video gone. Well, oh, you there you are. You're back. There we you got CanaCon this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to CanaCon actually. You're not going to go to the uh, it's too, Wait, too much. Canacon is happening in person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sunday, uh, Monday, Tuesday. Six, the social distancing. You got to wear a mask. Dave's flying in right now. Door. Dave's looking at him. He's getting ready to go. He's finally get to go hang out with lots of people. Dave, yep. get in there. Give me some reports. I'm there, baby. <laughs> so that'll be kind Hope of a weird, light. bad idea. Probably. Mr. Bean, send me a private jet. I'll go. How many people have they selling tickets to? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. We we canceled a long time ago. I'm not sure. I'm sure. I don't. I, I don't know. It, it last year was nice. It wasn't bad. Of course, that was pre-COVID. But I can't imagine the numbers are going to be anything like they were. Is fish shit going? Yeah, absolutely. We got a booth. Um, you know, we had an option to back out, but any chance to get out of Rhode Island and see people in mass is going to be a good thing. I'm I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. We just got back from Michigan. We did like a 1200 mile tour. We, uh, we took the wagon up, uh, took the wagon up a few weeks ago, hit about 40 accounts in three days, left it there, flew home, said, fuck it. And then the shit wagon, I don't know if you saw it, we bought a 32 foot wagon, the shit wagon, air shit one. Yeah. Let me see if I got it. You've seen it. Oh, it's on the advertisement for tonight's thing. It's the, it's the ad. Oh. That is the car. So there you go. Bang. Yeah. Put it up there. That's right. <laughs> if you look Put on Instagram, up. that's... Get it up there. 
Oh, he can't figure it out. He's like, how do we get our show thing up? Fuck. What do I do? Uh, we're in the middle of ads, so no, if I, we are. We're anything the, I do on it. the internet is going to be this is on it. the screen. This is it. It's Seeds Here Now. And then we have, we're yeah. holding out. SeedsHereNow.com. Holding out. I'm holding out for the final one because we're going to okay. do the um, the giveaway. So, I have that. so now it's just us. Mr. Bean, what is the done deal at Seeds Here Now if they enter the done uh, deal? I believe it's it. 10% off any, any non-sale item. I thought it was ten percent more. You told so me. you know the You told me it what's was it on a sale item? No, no, no. That's um, yeah. That was the old done deal. No, uh, on non-sale <laughs> items or anything that's not on sale. If it's on sale already, then yeah, you can't, can't you know, add it. You can't, can't stack a done deal. Apparently not. Apparently, stacking uh, is no, no, no longer allowed. No stacking. Stack. No, but we do. You but I do have the option because I got it in the back of my computer. But we have the option to only allow each customer to use that coupon once, but we don't. You can use it every time you shop there. We leave that open. Oh, that's wonderful. That. Thank you so much for that. Remember, well, if you've been using seeds here now, seeds, send us photos. Of what? Of anything that somebody is, I'm telling to the, anyone who's listening to the show, the seeds you've purchased from seeds here now, because I'm sure many people have, they can send us their photos. You know, this is the stock James Bean shots. We want to see you. Oh, look at that. Oh, there we go. Exotic genetics from Mike. Nice. Get out give, of the way. Give us the, uh, give us the, yeah. uh, so the that brings me to, uh, sale. So there we go. Here we go. Now we're talking. The, the pitch, the lowdown. The pitch. All right. So, I want to hear yeah, it's here. so it's the, uh, it's the runs. It, it's the runs 2020 redrop, restock. Um, he did it, uh, six months ago. We didn't have four of these on there and then he just redid it now. Um, it's gone quickly, very quickly. Um, we have a few left on the site. Um, I'd hustle over and get them today. It's one of those fastest sellouts yet. Um, this, of good. course, it's is Pop Scotty from last time. <laughs> you got it? Oh, good. All right, cool. It's got it all worked out. What you love. So, uh, and then we got a full restock in all of his gear. So, look at his old gear. We got four stuff. It's still quality. It's just, we still got it. So, is anyone else in then, Oklahoma uh, using the internet right now? Because I think that's what's degrading your 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 signal. It's that other person, that one other guy. The, that one other person who has access to the internet is now fucking it up for you. Oh my god! What, you, you went, you went to the state tree here. You, you drove that. You drove that far to have worse connections <laughs> than Mexico. <laughs> than in Mexico before, dude. You were in Mexico. Hang up again. Up, no, it's cool. Listen, hey, I got, I got we got Wolf we got Wolf really mad about this the other like a couple weeks ago. So I'm trying not to yeah. make fun of people's <laughs> connections anymore because now people. But like, to have you know? Yes. What is it? Connection shaming? I'm trying to. Yes, connection shaming. That's our new started on the Adam Dunn show. We're gonna get canceled now. Cancel culture. We're gonna be like Adam Dunn show started shaming the unshameable. Right? Bad. <laughs> shameless. Shameless. Anyhow, on, so the run shop is live. It'll, it'll go quickly. Um, I hope everybody jumps on that. Uh, we've also got a lot of great deals. One other thing I wanted to mention is that um, you guys all saw the fires that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I mentioned one of those guys, one of those houses, of the 2,300 houses, it got my distribution manager's house. Oh. And so I want to do something for him. Uh, he's not on to usually reach out to anything, but. Um, I'll be doing an auction on my personal page tonight at the real James Bean. Um, and we'll be doing it throughout the weekend, but I've got old packs. They're, they're packs that are coming out of my actual bank vault. So old exotic uh, cookies and cream F1s, the stuff that he actually made everything from, uh, green ribbon F1s, 
um, some BX3s, Green River BX3s, some um, aficionado gear. Uh, I've got a pack of unicorn poop going up. So a lot of, a lot of quality <laughs> packs that uh, just went up for a charity auction. All money 100% goes to the guy that uh, Mr. Rebel. Okay, we need also a, uh, so, we need a, a Dominion update from our buddy there. What's going on? Anything? Any updates? Um, uh, so I talked to him at the beginning of the week. Um, it had been a minute, so it was good to talk to him again. Uh, I, had, I had to check that I, I saw another breeder recently using some of his gear, and I was calling foul on that. Uh, I talked to Duke. Nothing's wrong with it, and it's, uh, it's okay the way it's supposed to be, which is good. Um, I guess that they're going to come to him with a plea. Oh, watch uh, should be sometime in the next. <laughs> it's like I said last time. They're always kind of going back and forth with shit, but they're going to come to him with a plea. He thinks he's going to sign it <clears throat> and get it done, and he's already got oh, almost wonderful. a year in for time served. So oh, he that's thinks a great news. Christmas, but great news. But we've heard. But we've heard. Any, anybody that's been in jail knows. You know, what I mean, especially when he fucked the feds. You know, what I mean that. You can't set on shit. Like, say Christmas. They didn't say which Christmas. Christmas 2025. So it's fucked up. So you never know when you fuck with the feds. But he's, he's, he's hoping for the best. And they, 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 they rescheduled the laws. And they re- went through and readjusted the points. So he sits good. But, you know, the feds are a different type of animal. Right. Damn. Well, that's always... Gotta just keep 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 it. Make sure he keeps his uh, cash flow alive and all that. I'm sure he's his. Uh, that's been going good though. The auctions and stuff. It's been making making, yeah. making a lot. Of, I'm sure they've been helping out a lot, right? Oh yeah. Good. Good. Oh yeah. No, it was it was amazing. I never thought we'd do 10, 10 G's more or less what we did, and so I'm I'm extremely humbled by that. He is as well. I took um I've copied all the people that donated, so um that way he knows who who gave what, when, and where, and. Um, I, I told him I'm writing a book right now. So when he gets out, hopefully he'll have a book for it to get everybody. But um, it, it's it's really like his not his enemies, but people that he doesn't like, other breeders that he that they know he doesn't like, actually made donations to his fund. Yeah. And so it's really yeah. kind of cool when when people you know I mean even guys that you don't get along with are, are donating money to your cause. Sure. It kind of tells you the kind of character the guy has. So awesome. I'm really happy about that. It's really it's really humbling because we always say the community's dead, community's dead. It's all fucking corporate now. But the community came out and hooked him up and and got his girlfriend and his, his wife set pretty good and yeah. got him a, a, a very good lawyer. So I was pretty impressed. It's pretty pretty awesome. Important stuff. Thanks to everybody who was part of that. So nice jar of goodies there, buddy. Yes, Duke, the man. Um, what is that? What's that? Jarry, what? What are you talking about? You Jarry Goody's oh, right looking at that jar of sauce are in front of you. Scoping out my sauce. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I got a bunch are of you eyeballing pop- his sauce? I got, anyway, I got it. I got, it. <clears throat> got a bunch of uh, ambrosia and I got some home slice stuff. Secret sauce. <laughs> Secret sauce. I need some more tanner sauce. Yeah. More tanner. Good stuff. More tanner. Sounds a good name. More yeah, tanner. Um, thanks to and unicorn more, poop. More tanner. More tanner. <laughs> more better. It's like more cowbell. Um, but always more cowbell. Or always, always more cowbell. Cow Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll get off here and let you guys get on the fish shit. I think it's a great product. Uh, definitely, as if the fish shit stinks, your weed will stink. Right. So, just let me know. Uh, you guys have a good one, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Look at you. Stink in, stink hey, out. Stink in, stink out. Yeah, guys. Out. Peace out, Take man. care. Peace, James. So, there he is, Tony. 
Did you listen earlier on to the skydiving thing? You, you ever heard of that guy, Joe? No, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> I am, the Vin I Diesel of up, loading up for Oklahoma. So mm -hmm. um, I hurried. I had my alarm going off. I'm like, shit, get up there, get up there, get up there, get up there. And then I realized that I have uh, a new Vin computer. Diesel, that... guy. Couldn't be more Vin Diesel. I just saw his picture. Who, me? No, the guy. The, oh, the actual just saying, skydiver Jesus. Joe. <laughs> my God, he couldn't describe him better, right? Anyway, so. <laughs> um. So what's going on tonight? Anything good? Um, yeah, we've just uh, been chit-chatting and uh, definitely as far as getting your product out there, it's always it's always nice to hear people's results and I'm definitely getting like, always positive feedback and uh, like I said, it's just become regular regimen for me. Uh, any kind of uptick for you lately or how's it been for, for uh, people? Because I'm sure, because like you said, you've been torn the fuck out. You've been going here and going there. Yeah, so we, we didn't know. So we, you must be getting into that sort of phase where people are starting to get like junkies, like they need the fish. I need that shit. Well, my, I, Heather put it on, on her garden and the veggies were amazing. I mean, it just, everything was stellar, you know? So hearing if it worked on cannabis, it's going to work on veggies. So uh, it's a great product. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We've seen a huge uptake in the garden shop. I think when I last spoke to you guys, the last time I was on the show, we were just launching the house and uh, home and garden market. That's going pretty well for us. I think with everybody being at home for COVID, so people are growing weed and veggies now more at home. So we've seen right. a, a real big uptick uh, in sales, I think due to COVID. And, um, okay. you know, when... When yeah, they shut us down, we got a van and said, we're going to go to you. So we haven't right. stopped. Uh, you know, my partner, Joe, and I, we haven't, I mean, outside of that very beginning of COVID, um, where everybody was on lockdown and nobody knew what was going on and didn't know what we had on our hands, mm -hmm. we stayed home. And once they started loosening it up, I, I mean, I've been to Oklahoma a couple times already. I've been out to Michigan a couple times. So um super you know, so you're a super spreader. We're still making, we're still having a lot of so fun. Basically, that wagon is a hell of a good time. <laughs> no, just kidding. So I was just saying you're a super spreader now. So you've been, you've yeah. Been, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You've been all these places. I, you just, did I you, think did, I did had you it early did, on. Did, I'm not kidding. Did you roll into uh, Florida for a second just to make sure you double down on that shit and get it? Yeah. No, you I gotta did You got to get not. the mosquito version, and then you, you, know, you know you're good. So at that point, you've, you've covered every base. Now, uh, yeah, you were, you were – I think last time you were on the show – we started talking conspiracies and it was going off and you were like already like, Oh, now you're talking my language, but <laughs> a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit, maybe, maybe not full on, but, but, uh, this whole thing I think has been to the point now where I think if you, if you're in business like you and you're dealing with people who, uh, you know, are used to seeing you at shows or picking up your product. Cause a lot of times with stuff like this, they got to get it. Like I had to try it. You know what I mean? You have to just fucking try yeah, it. Yeah, right? absolutely. And that's the hardest part, right? It's like get people who, uh, you know, actually, uh, use the product and then it takes a little while. It's not the kind of thing where you're going to, you will see the immediate result as far as plants are happy, but you also got to wait to try the product. And then all of a sudden you're like, damn, it's just mm -hmm. terpy. Mm -hmm. You know, how this industry is trying anything new is, Yes. You know, sample, 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 sample. Everybody's got to get a sample first, and they got to try it, and they got to get their friend's approval, and then, yeah. you know, it's and a long process to get into someone's uh, regimen. For sure, and everybody starts to get more strict, and they're more. Everyone has their own program and stuff, but mm -hmm. you can use mm -hmm. yours with everything, right? Like any, any, any yeah, pretty absolutely. much. There's not really any. You haven't had any kind of reactions from any. What about if somebody's using like a salt thing? Will that kill? 
the no. microbial life at all, or will it? No. Make- so we've done we've done we've done a, a ton of testing, right? The, the only the only thing that if people are adding their pH, like mixing up their nutrient regimen, and then you know adjusting because they are using salts, um, if it, you want a pH and then add it, that there'll be gotcha. a slight detrimental effect. Gotcha. But I mean, as far as salts, I mean, we've taken just to see what the worst of the worst do. We 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 took uh, uh, Miracle Grow ten 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 and threw it in, and no detrimental effect. So with the you know the salt based nutrients that our industry loves, we're uh, no nothing at all. Okay. You know, and the thing is, the bacteria doesn't differentiate between organic NPK or synthetic NPK, so it munches on them equally. Okay, that's good to know because uh, I mean, a lot of people would be reluctant to use something if they didn't think it was going to be effective because they already had, you know, a sterile either a sterile situation or the other way around. Um, and, and also, just when you're feeding, and that's a good tip as far as make sure you pH it all first, then. Add yeah, because that's definitely and that's not any a, beneficial bacteria, not just ours, right? If uh-huh. you you know even any beneficial bacteria, pH of the banana. Yeah, I get it. Well, the heart. I mean, that, that mean if it doesn't affect the pH, that's the problem. So all of a sudden, if you put stuff in and then it really affects your pH, which some there's been a few products I've seen where it's like it drops it really hard and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, now what are you going to do? You're going to sit there and bubble it for mm-hmm. three days and wait for it to kind of find itself because it will usually kind of. <laughs> balance out you know what i mean like a lot of times if you Mm -hmm. check a ph of some product right away i usually like to put it whatever it is add it in and then just like bubble it or fill run it or just let it go for like an hour just to totally stay see what you got because it'll be weird sometimes you go and adjust too quick and then you come back and it's like whoa it's in totally a different direction and especially with salty things you don't want to i mean Mm -hmm. if you're doing organic it shouldn't be too radical but there's a few products out there um some phosphorus products, of course, that will uh, oh yeah drop it pretty. They drop it like a rock. Yeah, yeah. so you got to be a little bit on oh, point. We're pretty pH neutral, though. We're good. We're good. That's awesome. You're not going to see that with us. You mentioned something too. You said some folks use in sterile environments, right? I get questions all the time on our, you know, all of our feeds, and you know, can you use this um, in a sterile environment, uh, like with a hypochlorous acid? And the answer is absolutely not. Um, I see some other other microbe companies out there. It's like, oh yeah, you you can use them together. Uh, use it at the, you know, the end. It's like, no, it's it's bullshit, right? <laughs> you can't. It's counterproductive. Fish shit says <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, it's fish bullshit. contains yeah. microbials. That's there you yeah. go. Yeah, so I mean. Uh, <laughs> You know, in a sterile environment, if you're using like anything that's knocking down bacteria, it's going to knock down bacteria, right. good, bad, or other. You know. And, um, and, and how many? Uh, so, so your stuff has been obviously because you said Michigan was one of your stomping grounds now, as far as distribution mm-hmm. and stuff. Are you um, just doing direct shipping to these people, or you got stuff like you got anybody setting up shop that's like really taking it, like so taking a region for you and. Uh, yeah, so so we uh, so um, right now we handle all of our own New England sales, right? It's our backyard. Um, we have some we have in house sales. We were doing uh, just direct to hydroponic shop, um, and what we found is we we hooked up with a great distribution partner um, in Great Lakes in uh, in Michigan, just because it's the same day ship. Um, so in some cases, same day or next day ship. So it cuts down dramatically on shipping time. Um, and coincidentally, today was our national launch for Canada. Um, we've uh, we've partnered up with, I don't know if you know, Green Planet Distribution up there. They're uh, taking us across Canada. So we're now Canada, UK, wow. US. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Good for you. So it's moving right along, boys. We, and, you know, I think the last time I was on the show in Denver, um, 
Uh, we were talking about we were just just on the cusp of getting our Cali license, and we're now in Cali, so we're able to sell in California. Um, you'll notice a slight difference in the label. It's fish it, not fish shit. They deemed us implied vulgarity, <laughs> which I was hoping they could actually just say you're vulgar. You're not implied vulgarity. Just tell me I'm vulgar. Right. Um, but yeah, so we're 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 ready to rock now, and and you know all states. We're as far as Guam down in Hawaii, so we're. We're, is it the same uh, logo in, in California man. with just an What's asterisk? That? Is it the same logo in California just with an asterisk over uh, the S and the H? I had to change it a little bit. I can see where you have to. We had to change it. I'm looking. I wish I was as fancy as you guys know how to share my screen. It's, no, uh, you, you just, don't you just take away that <laughs> second S, basically, and then you're kind of like fish hit. I yeah, it's you. fish it. Yeah. Fish it. So nice. they let us rock with that. So yeah. now that's our California label. I like that. And, um, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, clever, we're, we're clever, ready. We're clever way to stay stay with it. You don't have to really go too crazy. Right. Change a little bit. Fish poop didn't do it. Yeah. Fish poop just wasn't cutting it. No. <laughs> so they said poop is okay, but shit is not because it's vulgar, basically. Right. Yeah. Well, we had poop, and we were like, no. We had we own, we own fish shit. We own fish poop, and 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 I said, what if we just did fish it? Like IT, yeah. like dash IT. A, and, you know, it was sometimes a I'll even get genius. A moment of genius by Tommy. Tommy can just Yeah, you know, what? Like people don't even notice. And sometimes we'll be, you know, like, yeah, one of, we, we had somebody post a picture and uh, one, of, one of our employees posted a picture. And I'm like, you know, that's the wrong label. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> they didn't. And like, I'll do it too. Like, I'll go to pick up label and like, it's it's like just noticeable difference, right? Like, yeah. you don't even no, know. And, and later you're like, maybe we should have just called it that every time because it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt either side because people wouldn't know, the other guys who buy it would never notice that they wouldn't be like dude it's not the same shit anymore because now it's fish hit it's not fish. <laughs> like you would <laughs> yeah, i sent a box of t-shirts out to oklahoma a few months ago right it, and everybody's posing with their t-shirts on yeah and it was it and i'm like oh you gotta be kidding I like the cleverness and I think it's not a bad thing and it would be one of those ones where you'd be like okay now we don't have to fucking ever get confused again we just slap it on who fucking cares nobody's nobody's right. gonna get mad at you because you don't have the word shit anymore you'll be okay you'll be okay <laughs> it would survive <laughs> I'm telling you no it's a, it's a, I love it I love, I love the yeah. the premise of not having to fucking bow down too far you'd be like alright I'll just take one letter out really uh, there it is. I didn't really want to change I resisted it like it no. was Poop you is, know. Poop oh, is, actually, poop is hey, you guys want to see something cool? Yeah. You guys want to see something cool? I'm in my my home office. This is one of the very first batches of fish. Mm, yep. See that? <laughs> this was literally how we started with printed labels. Yeah, yeah. Where are that the diapers? Was, Did you like at, literally? Uh, at, no, that, this this was when we had diapers, and it wasn't filtration system. That was bold. That was uh, that was um, Budswell days, basically, and Budswell never grew out of that. They just stayed with that. Old school yeah. gallon with the p hand hand printed on there, with a hand yep. hand drawn bat, and it's just like really, you guys are not gonna change the label ever. They don't give a fuck. It was, it was literally that. That's what we started out with in farmers markets, like right local farmers markets. You know, when when my partner Dave would he would go to his different uh, different events and stuff, he'd load that up, and then uh, ultimately we moved to this was the next evolution. That was where we went, and then we just kept going and evolving from there. So. 
Yeah, now you just went for the leader bottle. Like the Smithsonian of fish shit. Next to all sorts of stuff from the wow, beginning. Every time we do a piece of, Dave every time impressed. we do swag or a label change, I throw it in a box and keep it in the office, and they call it Tommy's special box. And we dig through and we look at you know the evolution of the swag, the evolution of you know things that just stuff, just company uh, stuff. I'm like me. super sentimental and weird like that. Believe, <laughs> believe me, it, it only gets worse. Um, I have <laughs> I went back to Amsterdam and I saw boxes of like just. Like I could like kind of see almost like it was like an archaeological dick. You know, I'd open up a box and be like, "Yep, awesome. 1999. <laughs> there is that whole little like, time it, capsule." Yeah, it was it was <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy. Uh, but uh, with fish, it, you, like you said, you were you have a partner. You said right? Uh, yeah, I got it. I've got a yeah, I've got a, actually two part three partners. And, uh, and, started and, out so. And when you guys like when you guys create a product like this, did who had the background? Uh, to start with, or do you guys start from the ground up? What do you guys kind of do? All right, so so David, my partner, he does he handles all production. So David and I, uh, we became acquainted to a mutual friend, my buddy Kyle. Um, he uh, he had muscular dystrophy, so in 2007, when we got medicinal here, I started growing for him. I was his caregiver, and um, for about seven or eight years, you know, I kind of did it without anybody knowing. And his high school ke- chemistry and biology teacher. Uh, they became buddies. So when Kyle graduated high school, we'd all we'd all go out, and David kind of knew what I did, and, and you know loosely. And I knew that he had a far a tilapia farm and a, a farm to table organic vegetables. One day, you know, after Kyle had passed away, he asked me, he said, "Hey, I got this thing going. You want to uh, you want to come check it out?" So I went up to his farm, and you know, he kind of he hook line and sinkered me with uh, you know one row of green crack that was this tall and one that was this tall, and. <laughs> And I said, all right, what kids? He goes, well, I call it fish. And he whipped out, it was either that bottle or one that came from that batch. And that's how it was born. So I kind of had the growing background. Uh, and David had the, the tilapia vegetable background. And then... Um, I guess tilapia, uh, you know, I guess I, the tilapia vegetable background would probably be the guy that you'd kind of like, go like, all right, that's that's the fish it brain. The brain's behind the fish it. And then you're <laughs> the fucking brawn as far as the growing and the fucking actually you put it to use. Yeah, and then he, um, he, the knew the, he knew the aquaponics inside and out and I knew how to grow. And, yeah. you know, to be honest with you, when I first, when we first See, that's started all I wanted this you thing, to do. That's it. That's all I wanted you to do. Hey, it's me. I got to get my glasses on. Hold on. See? I had you all set up. You could have done it. You could have been, could have been, a, whoa, flying in. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Listen. I have yeah. my parachute in a bag. I have a parachute in a plastic <laughs> so trash bag behind me. It's pretty dope, right? <laughs> <laughs> pretty dope. Good, good shot. How'd you find that shot? Someone found it for you? No, I found it. Damn, you're the man. I tried to find that shot last night. Looking, and I was like, ah, I can't find one. <laughs> it's I, a. It was a couple pages down. Was I it? Just had some time. That's nice. Yeah. The jump. The jump shot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We can all be on it, basically. Yeah, if you if you uh, <laughs> you have to do all you have to do is do clouds in your background, and you would be perfect right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could do it. You can change your own Wait, background. What are you looking at with those glasses? Are you seeing something? That I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm skydiving, bro. I'm skydiving. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you don't have the glasses. You should try them, man. It's you have trippy. your goggles. You said you're going to have your whole. I told you, you have the whole suit. Right I know. Right? I know. Jeez. I know. I thought Jeez. I was. I was late. And you know, I, and, it, it and wouldn't have had the together. same effect. I wanted my parachute, but yeah. I couldn't because it's in a bag behind me. Because oh. I took a wicked hot landing. Oh, tell, us about, tell us about your wicked hot. Wicked hot. Oh, wicked hot. Wicked hot. hot. So uh, <laughs> I'm coming in these three distinct spots for landing, right? You, can't, you come in on your downwind, then you take your base, you turn on to your final. Well, there was somebody too close behind me for comfort. 
and I was not able to turn onto my base, which means I got too low and couldn't turn onto a final. So I rode the, I rode my shoot. Yeah, you, you 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 land on your feet and you you land on your ankle, you go ankle, knee, shoulder. Yeah. I tumbled, I hit the ground probably and anywhere between I'd say thirty-two to forty miles an hour. And I slid about another hundred and fifty because my parachute caught wind and I, I ripped the bottom, they call it your D bag, it holds in your it holds in your main. D bag, uh, is that what you said? Yeah. So yeah, so I took a pretty I took a a, a biff. Uh, it's funny. As, you know, it's funny. Yeah. As I looked up um, all this uh, lingo yesterday because I was like, hmm, I got to write something. I got to come up with at least something. And I couldn't really think of anything for that. And I remember seeing D bag and I thought about Dave and I was like, how can I mix that up? But it didn't, didn't, didn't seem to work. I don't know how I couldn't get it to work. But usually. You know what's funny? <laughs> there's so many growers in the skydiving community. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Everybody they, in my drops on well, Matt, well, they're all in mass. So they're all in mass. So everybody can do, you know, six or 12 legally at home so um it just kind of goes with the spirit of that community if you will right wow do you guys <laughs> very ever, chill folks anybody ever try to do like a power hitter as they're coming down you could do that if you had a good power, <laughs> good power hitter you could probably get a couple hits just on that first initial drop <laughs> before you lose it in the wind or something but have it on a strap like i looking. am absolutely certain that that is taking place <laughs> whippets anybody do whippets just because they don't they don't understand why come on so adrenaline down already they just like fuck yeah, it you know, someone know, did uh, whippets come on someone Maybe not do a drug that might make you pass out for a little bit when you have to pull a fucking cord. You don't have to. Or a nitrous tank strike for your back. That guy just jumped a bridge with fucking whippets, so he didn't have to do it either, but he did. What did he do? I'm telling you, I don't think the guy knew he was doing it. I think he did the whippet and passed out, and his foot went down, and that was that. A guy jumped a bridge in fucking Detroit as the bridge went up, and then he was on whippets. So I was like, Oh, you know what? I did. I didn't know the circumstance. I saw the picture, right? Good for him. Did he make it? <laughs> I, totally I don't know. I did whippets oh, driving over a bridge as a kid, and, and, and I said, fuck it. No, I was an idiot. I was like on a two-lane <sighs> bridge doing whippets at 60 miles an hour in, the, in a 66 Pontiac. There were a lot of sixes at that time. <laughs> in the 90s, when we had nitrous parties, the rule were everyone had to sit down. We I had took to do everything yeah. breakable, no corners. I would never even have thought to do on whippets. Pillows, no, I, I, had to, like, I had to figure out how to get across the bridge and do whippets and not get fucking passed. <laughs> I remember I was dumb. Uh, this is when I was 16. I was fucking oh, I did it on Jamestown Bridge. Jamestown oh. Bridge in in uh, Rhode Island, right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I used to try yeah. to go for yeah, exactly. I lived on one side of it, and I and I tried to get. Or I lived on Jamestown, but at one point I used to live on the other side in uh, Saunderstown. But then I I literally at one point when I was sixteen, I remember doing whippets out of one of those like whip whippet can whippet the double ones. I did like a double whippet and drove my fucking sixty six Pontiac over the bridge. And fucking made it, made it to the, <laughs> I thought it was the biggest. And I remember turned my light. I turned my lights off at the top and fucking came down this. I did like everything you could do wrong. Dave, you would have been so scared. Dave would have. Done <laughs> Dave would have been terrified. What happens? Just me. How long were you in Rhode Island for, Adam? Oh, for my whole high school and uh, a little bit when I was younger. Kind of often, yeah. So you still have family in Shedhead? Uh, yeah, my uncle lives in in Hope, Hope Town. Oh, yeah. That's good season. hiking down there. Exactly. Uh, but that's, yeah, I had a bunch of other family there before they moved here and there and everywhere. Uh, In other words, they smartened up. Yeah. <laughs> I just got the one, I got the one left. Yeah, I got the one left. Exactly. So, um, so you hit the ground at how many miles an hour? You said 35? I don't know. I figured, you shattered you figured up without, you, 41, you figured listen, you might have shattered I got something. Up, I got up <laughs> and I went, when I hit the ground, I went, 
over, over, like you ever spin your car out and you see the same pole six times. My head hit the ground. I was like, dirt, sky, dirt, sky, dirt, sky. Oh, listen, I just stopped picking rocks out of my right, my left leg. I have, uh, I had road rash on my ankle to my ass. Oh, <laughs> it was bad. Oh. I wore right through my sock. Right oh, yeah, it was a good one. It was a good oh. one. Um, but um, I got up. I touched. I was like, all right, I'm good. Nothing's broke. I was absolutely amazed that I didn't have something sticking out. It was just, you know, superficial flesh wounds. Oh, yeah. It's and, uh, one of those crazy moments uh, where you're, like, you're not 100% sure if you're just in some crazy shock mode and you can, like, not have any yeah, pain. Yeah, I, I swear to God, that's what's going through my mind. I'm like, all right, yeah. you're not dead. Bonus. There's no blood. <laughs> Bonus. Bonus. You're <laughs> standing up and people are running at you. Oh, yeah. fuck. So I gave him the thumbs up. Yeah. And then I, I had so much dirt in my helmet, I had to sit down, and they yeah. take, took the truck out to come get me. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I don't know if that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if that's officially uh, cool, so but it, it, okay. it's, it's, it's definitely I mean, uh, lucky it's as fuck. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, but I guess so, yeah, definitely, <laughs> in some way. Yeah, so and, and, got to get uh, back on the horse tomorrow. But but no but uh, no like uh, concussion or anything like that you think like you, cause you oh said, dude yeah I definitely had a concussion oh, my definitely. belt was <laughs> definitely definitely yeah. Yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah. they need to eat tons yeah, of tons of CBD tons of CBD and uh, also lion's mane is a good thing if you want to get onto stuff that's actually good for your brain to kind of regenerate anything when you got fucking mm -hmm. banged up is lion's mane uh, cordyceps uh, and CBD and CBG also, so mm -hmm. probably CBC, but but definitely CBG and CBD, lots of it, like massive doses of it, especially after the like. If you could do that, like right, like if you just somebody gave you that, like as you stood up and give your thumbs up, you're like, that'd be the like it goes straight to your, it goes to straight to that part of your brain because it's like very uh, effective. CBD does, yeah, it kind of helps. Uh, now, what is lion? Mane. What exactly is that? Lion's mane is like it's kind of. Well, you got to get real close to the lion and you shave off the mane. You got to make sure the lion is sleeping. That's a good idea. No, I'm going to leave that one up to you. It's a sort of stringy looking uh, mushroom, but it's really good for. Uh, it's funny because it looks like. A lot of things, a lot of foods that are effective for whatever they are look exactly like they're effective of, you know, say so you look at something, like, yeah, it looks a little bit like a heart. It's like actually really good for your heart. It's like, hmm, that's funny. Like a beet is really good for your heart. And that looks like a heart, right? Like you take a beet and you take that and it's got all the veins coming off the bottom of it. And you look at that and you go, oh, it's got a lot of iron in it. Oh, iron's good for your heart. Duh. So like if you look at plants <laughs> that way, you start to realize like a lot of that shit, like things that look like brains, like walnuts are good for your brain. Like you're like, ah. Oh, Walnuts, good for brain. Looks like a little brain. Like it's telling you to eat this for your brain, right? That's kind of part of the plant world, which we love. That's why. We, that's why we love cannabis and all those things. Cause cannabis just looks like you want to roll that shit up and smoke it, right? You're like, roll it up and smoke it. You have this somehow instinctively. Somehow instinctively, we're like, roll and smoke. Roll. It's kind of sticky. It's roll, kind of, got smoke. these long kind of colas. You know, I don't know. There's, but in general, it's. Uh, in general, it's uh, funny. A lot of plants have that sort of tendency where they, they look they, they look like they're good for what they are. So look into that and see what you think. Right. Well uh, It's very effective. It makes their life a lot easier. Like, oh, I bet that's good for that. And you start thinking like, hmm, broccoli's probably good for your lungs, right? Like you're like, broccoli looks... You would like, think, right? Yeah. So you got to look into that. Because it looks like your lungs? Yeah, there must be something about that. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just thinking right now. I'm starting to think like it's like a game in my brain. Like, hmm, what looks like? Yeah, now I'm thinking about different fruits and veggies. But there's a lot of things like you know things that are good for your prostate. Apparently, I think there's some little fucking prostate-looking thing. Bam! That's <laughs> whatever that is. Dave, what is it? Dave, what is it? The prostate-looking thing. I don't really know what they look like because I've never like stared at one. 
so much. Dave, I have no idea. Dave knows. Dave knows. <laughs> Dave doesn't know. He's just not letting up. He's just, just not giving give away. He's like, oh yeah. Light. I was waiting for him to be, tell us exactly. Oh, that I know what that is. Yeah. So no, no. Uh, but uh, let's give away a light. No, we have to get. Then we have to bring in the next guest. Let's hang in with Tommy on his. Oh, own we have another a guest. Holy yeah, we have, we have Scott That's awesome. calling in. So we'll, we'll pull is he in. really? He he threatens to do that every month. I know this is the month he's actually going to do it because he has big news because his the house next to him blew up, right? Oh, so that's that's he, he, his neighbor is a botard, so he's going to give us the update. Of you, the, you guys do a giveaway on the show. We do a fishing giveaway on the show. Hell right? yeah, we give away a fishing. Five liter, right? Five fucking liters. Now we've been doing the con. Okay, so can you pull up all the pictures we have and show them to Tommy and make Tommy like like we can decide how many we we have like six or eight. Because uh, I was hoping to get twelve and create our own little calendar and go for the cheese. <laughs> and like we could just make like ten of those and give them away and like make them funny. Those because we don't have to make like the worst thing to do is to make calendars, right? There's like the Number one game you never get into. Like you got to be super careful. So we can go on that like low end. Like you have to pay give me out. what you have to give me a bit to find all of them. All right, he's gonna find. Some. I don't know. But you've we we've we've pretty much updated Tommy over the ages. He's seen most of them. I think there might yeah. be one or two that he's probably forgotten. But um, the idea was to have twelve, make a calendar. I think if we're close, all we'll need is like what two more. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't know. This is not the <laughs> Joe Rogan show where he could just yell at the guy. Yeah, you, Jamie, tell me now. Can't I'm doing it. Alligators, <laughs> alligators eating fucking four foot one. Yeah, alligators attacking fucking grizzly bears. <laughs> Pull it up. Uh, it's in, between two different emails too, so I have to go. Oh to my, my fucking yeah, god! Oh, and I have some in mind probably in the MoPro. Maybe. Yeah, it's all. Oh so shit! Bleak. It's a, it's a tough one. Anyway. We have enough, but we need more. So we need one more. So we're going to give away five gallons, just like we always do. It's nothing new. It's the same contest, but we have to. We need one good quality one now because uh, there's been some slacking lately. No one's. So if you look at the logo, fish it is fish on fucking toilet, right? Which is pretty obvious. But we know that's not how it really goes down. We know that they have to catch fish and they have these little things and they strap on and they have these pumps and it's like really, it's really Orwellian. It's like a, a matrix factory with underwater, but it's all these fish connected <laughs> to tubing and they suck. <laughs> and they suck and they suck the poop out. So I hope someone can like figure this out because so far I've only seen a few kind of like, oh, that's a fish in a diaper. But we know that again, get deeper, guys. We need matrix style graphics. I want to I'm gonna pick out the best one, but just think the matrix and or what's that other one with the fucking remember that remember was that film back in the day with the fucking invasion of the body snatchers or then there was another one. Yeah. We need something along those lines, but more mechanical because this is obviously mechanical. So obviously, we know Tommy just by looking at him has a huge factory full of fish connected to tubes, <laughs> sucking out their poop. <laughs> we can already see it. We can see it by we can see it by your demeanor and your laugh that you are that guy, and you're just trying to f- fool us into thinking that you're all nice, to, you know, just chilling out with these fish. But you're really we actually you really so just, the fish die of old age, ugh. which is crazy, right? Have you ever seen a, a, a tilapia dying of old age? They're like <laughs> not, this. not on a regular like basis. Huge, <laughs> they're ginormous. Some of our fish, and like Ooh. Jesus Christ, what do you turn them into? Like cat food or something? Or? No, we so we got a little vegetable garden. We take them, and we compost them, and we oh, use them for. We feed. Uh, we've got some cypress little trees and uh, oh, wow. our own. You know, we got a little the graveyard. Out there. The gra- how many yeah. lose? How often do you lose a fish like that? Do they kind of not live, too often because they live pretty not long. Not too often. Do they live how many years? Is that the average fish age? They, oh, they'll live three, four, five. They'll live. They live for a wow. while. They can live for a while. Oh yeah. 
Okay. Like, you know what an African cyclone is, right? Not oh, Everybody sees oh. people's uh, like their tanks at home. They got the stripes oh, those on ones. Them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's all they are. Is after they're after if they're a blue cyclone. That's what they are. They keep growing. Yeah. So I mean, think about how long people's tank fish live. And these fucking sure. things, we feed them, we keep them warm, we let them breed, we make our own. We've got our own breeding tanks and stuff. So right. um, they're the happiest fish ever. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> So oh, yeah, they don't have to worry about being on a dinner plate. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm sure you're not eating tilapia on a, on a daily basis after, after all these. Uh, I no, you know, I'm not, I was not a big tilapia fan before this, good, and good call. Uh, good call. Uh, now, still now, now for sure not. Yeah, exactly. Well, usually when you're around things, you don't tend to eat them too much. Like most people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, God, the day when we first started, when we first started, he'd, he'd go over to the tank and take a couple fish out. Like, what do you do? He's like, I'm taking them over to eat. I'm like, no, you're not eating no. fucking fish anymore, bro. Like, they're the golden goose. Nobody you eat the golden goose. You don't get any more golden eggs. So put that goddamn thing back and go go get a McFillet or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> those don't do that. Oh, oh, those are expendable. Those are unidentifiable fish. I remember when I was a kid, I used to work in, actually in Rhode Island, uh, my uncle was a quahogger, so we'd go to the docks and you know sell the co mm-hmm. sell the quahogs and there was a tr- literally a fucking uh trash can like a big fucking you know dumpster and it said four mcdonald's on it and it was like the rottenest oh. nastiest like everybody who had their shitty like whatever just throw it in there and so it was a random like they didn't give a fuck it wasn't there was all these seagulls in it and it was like the worst i was like oh my god you know like thank you know and that was for sure turning into fucking fish fillet because there's absolutely no other fish on the menu so it's not like there's some other fish no. thing it's no. gotta be fish fillet right and it was just like literally people were throwing in like dogfish and fucking whatever just like uh. all, all the random like things that they'd pull up in nets and whatever and just like eh, as long as it's fishy Ugh. just chuck it in there and it would sit out all day so i was like mm, that's a good advertisement and just see that each time you come down but uh <laughs> oh i used to i used to murder i used to murder them when i was a kid now I haven't eaten. did you yeah as a kid of course i haven't eaten fast food since uh 25 years 20 over 25 years so i occasionally stop i'll occasionally get that hankering like occasionally occasionally like once every three or four months, you're I gotta the, get well, myself. If you're on the road in the fish mobile or the shit mobile, you're you're eating fast food. I can already tell you right now. No, man. No, <laughs> listen. No? I will start. Uh, no, I will starve myself. Um, I won't eat all. I'd rather not eat than eat that. And then you know what? The road has become pretty convenient. What they call I like to call them like the super gas stations, where they got like that little turnstile of semi healthy food, so you can get like a three day old salad that's kind of soggy or hard boiled eggs. From, I've eaten a lot of hard boiled eggs from gas stations. My so, partner Joe. So that that'll be your, that, that should be your blog. That should be your fish. Be like, yeah, really. that is my blog. That's what I do. Hard boiled eggs. <laughs> Dude, you're like a brave, brave soul at that point. I couldn't imagine. Like that's one of those things I look at and go. Who the fuck eats those? And I guess you're that guy because I've been like literally wondering. For no years. gas station sushi like, though, but gas station hot boiled eggs. Uh, wow, that's a that's a, that's a really <laughs> that's a really uh, fucking like I said that's like danger shit right there. Um, so, <laughs> it, speaking of danger, our man Scott Rube fucking braved like propane tanks exploding and fucking at Botard's fucking labs or something. So he's listening. To <laughs> And he's got the he's got the link. I've given him the link. So uh, he and I told him about an hour, and I gave him. Yeah, I was I wasn't too bad. I was only fifteen minutes late 
from what I officially told him. So if he's listening, which he should be, he needs to jump in, skydive in with us. Jump in. Jump in. Send it. Come on. Put on your fucking cloud background and jump on. That's, that's all you. Dave, you should do that. Clouds. Now, Dave, work. Do something. What? How do I do it? Dude, find some clouds and then fucking make a background. And it'll look good. It'll, oh, cloud. Blue clouds. Or just blue sky. It'll work. How do you do it? You got to click a little, you push on this. I don't know what, it depends what you're on. Are you on an iPad or are you on a computer? No, I'm on my computer. So, day, uh, so MTI knows on the computer what it's going to look like. It's going to say tab on the left, tab on the right. Come on. Yeah, you're going to go. Oh. Yeah, you're going to go down to the bottom left. There's a video. Mm-hmm. You uh, click on the arrow and there's going to be preferences, I think. This. This, is like a, this is like school, dude. This is like no, all video the setting. Or no, like, choose choose virtual background. And then you virtual should, background. And then you go, and then they should pop up your photos. And if you have photos, oh, this could be scary. So I don't oh. watch out if it's you in some bondage gear or something. No, you know don't what sucks? I fired this laptop up two days ago, and I have nothing on it. Oh. Well, you could look up and like I, you could look up uh, sky, and then just pull an image down, and then bam, you got it. That's it. Done deal. I know that sounds really easy, and, and probably I couldn't do it either because I would look like a retard, and I'd be all. Uh, but on a phone, I can do it. But on a fucking look at DJC trying to do it already. DJC, I almost got it. Hang on, I'm trying. It's all right, guys. I it's, not, all right. it's all right. I see it's virtual backgrounds. Right. We're all just waiting for Dave. Really, this is a lesson. We're gonna do a lesson while we uh, not for Dave for Scott. So Scott, where the fuck are you? So I'm hit him up. Scott, he always does this. How many times has he fucking left us hanging? Like every, every time. time. Every time, right? So this is the moment. Yeah, that ain't even do nothing to me, man. I could probably smoke this whole joint, man, That's and just... still walk away, man. Wouldn't be no problem at all, man. <laughs> That's not, that's that's not Scott. That was I was excited. I thought Scott jumped in for a second. Uh, but we actually, <laughs> come on. All right, I sent him a message. Uh, so so uh, like I said, Scott fucking jumped into it. Jumped into the fire, dude. He put out a post that was crazy. Neighbors blowing up their place. First guy on the scene, flying glass. He made it sound like a movie, didn't it? Wow. Didn't you see it? <laughs> didn't huh. see it? What? No, I didn't see it, man. I don't see Come him. on. No one shows me and anything. And now he's gone silent on us. He's got so much, so much more to the show. But we were going to talk about the hash controller because uh, and uh, Rasta Rob, who I know is in the in the chat gang. Uh, apparently, they've they the, the thing we talked about uh, when we didn't have Scott, but we did have Rasta Rob, and we kind of made up time for that because he was talking about uh, a program coming soon. It's now effective. So it's able to be added to the hash controller, which is the dope part about the controller is you can upgrade it after the fact. So if you can come on, we can talk about the hash controller. We have to do the giveaway, and we only have like fucking, we're technically 10 minutes, but really. Well, oh, look no. at that. What? He's gone. Oh, oh, oh look, at you're so close. Yeah, that's perfect. That's, that's yeah. You're in digital world, but we're still in, in the sky, bro. It's all right. You failed. <laughs> you, you, you get a, you get a, a, a a minus because you're Dave, so we're not gonna give you A plus. You get an A minus because you kidding you, me? Yes. And uh Tommy, Tommy's like doing the typical kid who just doesn't give a fuck. So he's like giving up. He's already given up. I see uh, you know what? I throw the towel. I am so technologically 
uh, inept. It's not even funny. Like oh, I don't get made fun of either way, Tommy. So don't worry about it. Uh, right. Say that again. I see. You're going to get made fun of either way. So don't sweat. You want to Want to guest appearance? I just love everybody. Say hi. I used to love having fucking. Who's that? That's my girl. Hi. Hi. You're live right now. You're live around the world. Around the world. Adam Dunn show. Are you serious? Wait, we have a big problem in this house. No matter what I'm doing, yeah. no matter how important it is, if there's a bug, we have to get it. Or oh, the night's ruined. Uh-oh, what's going on? You got some spiders or something like that? A bug. Uh-oh. Hopefully it's not a fucking FBI bug. I don't kill once. I let them out. Spiders I'll kill for it, but everything else I release. I'm a catch and release guy. Oh, oh you, it's it. you survived. Uh, yeah, so I don't know where fucking Scott Spiders are the ones you're supposed to let free. They're, they're the good guys. Oh, I know. Um, well, the problem is sometimes when you kill spiders and you just have more spiders because they just have like, they've got eggs. Yeah, that's the problem. Secret. Yeah. You ever seen those ones when you touch them and then they turn into like 10,000 of them? Those are like, those are nice. Mm-hmm. You need to get those in your house and then, yeah, yeah and then you just let them go, bro. <laughs> let all 10,000 of them go. Um, I don't mind them. They don't bother me. I, I pick them up, and I, pull, I throw them out the window. Yeah. Although there is a few species that you look at and they give you the heebie-jeebie. Almost have to kill them. Hey, Those little wolfy looking fuckers. The wolfy, yeah. We have the tarantula uh, fucking migration here in Colorado, which I I have never yet to see, and I don't really think see myself. Oh like, yeah, you guys get real deal spiders out there. We no, don't get any. But I, I mean, you have to live in Pueblo, I guess. Have you ever seen them? Yeah, I haven't seen any. No, any. we're all here, but we're all. I think it's all Southern Colorado, so you have to live kind of on your where, where two's at. But apparently, fucking, that's like the migration, and it must be weird just to see like thousands of tarantulas. It's like. That is not. That's an when does that story. happen? It just happened. Just happened. Oh, dude, you missed out. Damn. Next year. I had a gun. What? So do they have a sign that says tarantula crossing or anything like that? If you want to parachute, cool. I pray for tarantula. You and Dave can parachute in, and uh, you, and you can shoot guns at them as you come in. It'll be awesome. It sounds like another. No. Yeah, and then you know, I can see no nothing. Thanks. I can see nothing going wrong with that. Nope. Perfect. Um, it's like the, we the driving have, across if, country if, doing if blow. Scott, if Scott blows us off for the twelve thousand time, then do we uh, we still we have our we have a list of people, right? We have some. Well, let's call. Yeah, no, let's call. We have a winner for yeah, tonight. Winner. He's gonna set me up. So normally we would we would read the letter, but this is a really personal letter about this guy's situation. Yeah. Let's just say he's a dad. Okay. Um, He's got two beautiful daughters, and uh, it would really help his situation to be able to grow his own cannabis. Right. And uh, he he'd love to have a light. It was very it was a very touching letter to us. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to read the details, but Mark will go ahead and and give uh, Michael a call. There Sweet. we go. You you can't. They can't hear you. DC. I know. Okay, I know. Sorry. I'm Do you know the word of the month? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It's like two words in one, bro. Yeah, I know, right? I, I had to post it. I was like, what the hawama? Yeah, right? <laughs> Yo. Oh, no, I thought that was somebody. Oh, that's somebody behind you. That's Spider. Come on, Michael. Spider's talking. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Michael not paying? What, is he hanging out with Scott? The Yo. text now subscribe. Uh. Oh. 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 Okay, well, uh, we can give him one more shot. It's just in case he like almost hurt. So if anybody knows a guy <laughs> with the name who's got some kids who needs a light, better call him right now and tell him to get off the, get off the phone, man. One more time. 
One more time? Just give him one more shot. Fuck it. Okay. Do it. Come on. Do it. Michael? Was that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I keep hearing that crinkle noise. I think we're doing it, but it's you. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Ruiner. I'm like, what? He's doing it. He's coming in. Oh, my God. Well, he's going to feel bad knowing that he could have had a light. We tried twice. You can only try twice. What's going on? Oh, wow. What's happening? Crazy. Scott's cool. Look at Scott's post. Oh, yeah, the, the Botard post. Of... The text now. Oh, yeah, that's Ooh. it, man. You've, you have lost your freaking chance. Man. Bummer. Oh, yeah, I do. I do have a... <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Let's do it for the... So, Mark, I just sent you another one, but please cross-check to make sure... We have numbers. In, in the uh, WhatsApp. Oh, my goodness. What's going on now? What's happening? Well, we, we, I, I, we had, to pick, I had to go to my second winner, and uh, now I I'm, I'm just want to make sure that... Dave uh, on it. Does this amend? No, we didn't. We didn't uh, this you. person didn't win already. Didn't win already? I don't know about that, but... What do we got? Oh, yeah. Do you see it, Mark? He, yeah, he... He's already won there. He already won. Yeah. What? Going down the list. Oh. He's going down the list. Wow. Checking it twice. Look at you. <laughs> come on, Santa. Get it together. Yeah, come on, Santa. 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 You're going really slow, bro. So, Mark, well, Mark, you're going to have to call him anyway. So, look at the email no. from 731. Mm, okay. It's going way back. In the way back machine. M O L begins with. All right. Do it. I, that was a, that's a great one right there. You can read that one. Okay. Now the chances and are. And see if the, she answers. Ooh, she's got another word though. That's the hard part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if it, okay, you've already given it away. So we we know she is going to have to start looking right now at the word of the month because she is probably one of like not that many people compared to the he's <laughs> that we listen to the show because okay, well here we know e our demographics, man. Vanessa's so, Vanessa's email oh. is uh, why do I need a light? Uh, just because. Let's hear it for Vanessa. Just yeah. because that was it. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, all right, right. She wins. That's it. Done. See, that's how hard we are right here. We just we're not asking much. We're just saying <laughs> bring it, bring it. Give us a number. Listen to the light. Oh. Hello. That was so quick. Too quick. Oh, no. oh. I was like, that is beyond fast. Hello. Hello, this is the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got on the line? How are you? We're great. We're great. We are calling you about the <laughs> uh, the Illuminar giveaway. All righty. We're just wondering if you know um, the, the, the magic word of the month from Illuminar. If you just give me one second, I can tell you that in a heartbeat. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Good Sweet. thing. How the brain works these days. It needs, needs upload. I like uh, the up, confidence. Upload. <laughs> upload to the... <laughs> Yes, it's no problem because you know on this show we have patience because we'll just do a, I'll do a dab and, and I'm sure by the time I'm oh, done yeah. doing a dab, yeah. do, you guys can all do dabs too. And then we'll no all do a dab. No one's stressing out. No one's stressing out. <laughs> we don't have to rush this at all. <laughs> and by the time everyone's done, you have, do you have anything to dab? We were, just, yeah? we were literally just joking around that, oh, fuck, we didn't win the light tonight. Oh, really? And then, So now you must be... 
ready to rock. And we're going to do a dab anyway, so you know, if you're ready, tell us. But if not, we'll give us a second. We'll, we'll do our... Well, how about I tell you and you do your dab? All right, let's hear it. All right. Break it, break it down. Photo, photo periodism. Awesome. Yes, that is the ding, 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 Keep us updated also on it. I will. That's awesome. We're glad you... We're just literally watching the... Uh, the I just put on the show to watch the rerun. Nice. Know. And here you are winning winning right out of the gate. Nice one. <laughs> yeah. So, that, uh, you know, I hate to say it. Spoiler alert. When you get to the end, you're going to get a phone call. Okay? <laughs> Gonna win a light. <laughs> I don't want to break it. You know, maybe if like anybody else is around you right now, don't tell them. This is almost crazy. Like you're in the future while you're just sitting there and play it out. Yeah. All right. Tell your tell yourself because now you're in the future. You might as well tell yourself something good so you, you can hear it later. You know. If you, Dave, my boyfriend wanted me to tell you you're fucking awesome. Oh, thanks. 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 Uh, no, great. I'm that was directed at Tommy, right? Yes. That was a shout out to you, big guy. How about do you, do you use fish shit at home, Vanessa? You should. We can't we can't get it in Canada. Oh, now you oh can. yes, you can. As of today, today, it was on National Launch Day. Wait, can we, she hear uh, me? Yes. Really? I thought she couldn't oh, hear me. Yes. Uh, well, yep. Contact your local hydroponic shop. We are for sale in Canada from coast to coast. That's awesome. Right? Uh, we li so it literally launched today. It's been in the country for about two and a half, three weeks. Um, you know, you can ask any any of your major retailers or made, you know any of your hydroponic shops. Excuse me. Um, you know, to they can get it from uh, Green Planet Wholesaling, um, and they'll bring it in for you. Lots of samples. So what's the lots Canadian done deal? Same. What? What? Okay. Cool. Whatever. 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 Um, Love it. Yeah, thank sense, you. Right? Perfect. Yeah, you got to get some Vanessa and send us some photos when you got that Illuminar light set up. You'll get an email from Liz and she'll coordinate with you and get your address and and have it shipped to you. Liliana now. Uh, oh, Liliana. Sorry. Perfect. That's awesome. Uh, well, there you well, go. Congratulations. Thanks for um, entering the. The contest yeah thank you so much yeah, if people you, uh, really win people really like, win if you want to uh, get in touch with these guys get us over your address we'll send you out a sample as well oh there you go look at that that's All a double right. done deal i'll include you on the email Perfect. tom tommy cool thank you bud all right look at that double win Thanks. bam that just happened all righty enjoy awesome, it awesome. oh well thanks i'm glad glad it worked out well uh like I said, get those things going and uh, get us some photos. Tell us what's up, and we'd love to. That's the hardest Boy, part. Wait, she's that? she, they growing your seeds. I want to. I want to speak to them in the lingo I'm learning here in the show. So, Vanessa, what 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 kind of yeah. gear you're running? Wow, <laughs> wow you need a custom hat. You need a baseball hat. So you need a little like flat bill. Someone needs to slap a big fat bill. Flat bill on hand. Custy. Uh huh. Nice. And it was awesome. Absolutely loved it. One of my favorite smokes. Awesome. There you go. Bravo. 
well, can't, uh, like I said, we're super glad that you uh, entered and, and got to win. And uh, now you can get your fish shit and you can tell your friends and they can actually buy it, which is awesome. So it's like, that helps Tommy. You got a, you got a salesperson in Canada ready to fucking receive and start, because that's the whole thing. Like we said, you just got to try it. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, this shit works. And that's the way we like Well, it. Tommy brought up something. This interesting thing is maybe there's the suggestion out there for everybody who wants to give it a try is, you, you take the same genetics, the same clone, side by side. One gets the fish shit, one doesn't. Send us your photos. Oh, I absolutely encourage you to do it. I, it's not an if thing at that point. It's a win thing. When you see the yeah. difference, I promise you, uh, you'll love the product. You take the fish shit challenge. It's not an if thing, okay. it's a win thing. <laughs> take the fish shit challenge and send us some photos, I please, Vanessa. And enjoy the lamp and enjoy the fish shit. Yeah, if you want to do that, right? I don't know if it works. Anybody out there who's listening, take side by side. Oh, I start now. You froze and, uh, right there. Go back. Wait and see. You got you know, Who's the best one? No, It'll throw you. What's that? We're good. Nothing. I'm gonna yeah, froze for a sec. Yeah, it's okay. Cyborg. We everyone gets it. You went it's cyborg. AOL. You went cyborg. It's all right. I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right side on. by sides are always cool, and uh, you know it definitely makes it obviously easy to figure out if it worked or not right mm -hmm. but also like, like like you were saying dave you used it on just regular or you know regular plants or, or on vegetables and stuff so try it on other stuff it doesn't have to be cannabis right and you can just right. it definitely uh can't hurt right and well, next year we'll do when you know we have the cucumbers going and the tomatoes going well i'll do a side by side on it and we'll try it out that way why the heck not Perfect. all right on we'll in the greenhouse nice well, thanks for uh, thanks again, in. Vanessa. And you got you can get you have all the information. Yep, I'm going to send you an email right. and yep. uh, to, we'll... to both Tommy and uh, Liliana. Thanks. Sounds perfect. All right, thanks for thanks for uh, entering and thanks for obviously for winning. Thank you so so much. Cool. So Tommy, have you need to night. check out the syndicate, which was uh, our first guest. Because it would, it's a, it's a fascinating story about. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm looking for. I'm gonna go back and watch it. I got some plane time, so I'll be able to, uh, I'll be able to catch it on the plane. But let's, well, and uh, his, his, the story he wrote about, uh, about Tim Scully too is just, and and the and the connection to Owsley Stanley and labs, of of LSD of how it really was, Denver that they they fled to back in the late sixties is uh I can't wait to read that story. That that seemed to me like that was a that, that was a Dave, nugget. That was a Dave story right there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give a shout out to Illuminar for uh, that free lamp and you can win one every every uh, month. Uh last Friday of the month here on the Adam Dunn Show. Uh done deal at uh, AdamDunshow.com. Write us an email, include your phone number, tell us why you need a light. We have to make a Scott Ruby like pair, um uh Fucking Bigfoot thing or something like because he's never. And listen, even if you've sent in, like a if you've sent Scott. in a request in the past, send it in again, okay? It's it. Everything's getting refreshed and rehashed, and it makes it easier for us to give it away. So send it in. At least we know you're current with the the yeah. word of the month. Yeah. And uh, update it. Take the same no, one and just resend it. If you already sent yeah. it once, just push resend. Boom, done. That was easy. Like it'll be fresh. You know, it. just because is a valid reason now so <laughs> you know yeah so it, it, while we would like you to, to be a little bit um you know poems are great but <laughs> it, we've set the bar it's mm. just send it in stay in touch and get the lamp going and the bar is and, uh, barely off the ground so it's not you know don't worry. yeah yeah um <laughs> rock that gear keep it low 
Yeah. Set the bar low. That's the goal, <laughs> goal of the show. Set your bar super low. I already tell people that's our secret. That is our Rosen secret. dogs of 400 pounds to answer your question from the chat thing. So thank you very much. How, how much coffee he needs to buy? Yeah. 400 would be about right. Yeah. Tommy, uh, you drink coffee? Oh, yeah. I love coffee. <laughs> there you go. So you, got there you, go. A, you got a pen. You want to write this down. You want to go to Ozo Coffee. Yeah. O-Z-O mm-hmm. Coffee.com. Yeah. And you want to buy five pounds of one of their single origin beans or 10 pounds and enter done deal. And you're going to get 20% off your first order. And, and that's why you have to do a lot on the first order so you get your real good yeah. money's worth. If you could try to order like one bag, yeah. and you'd be like, well, that wasn't really great. Oh, I want more. And then you don't get a deal because they only do it on the first yeah. deal because they want people to fucking experience proper. So but I, from another email, man. Oh, from another oh. email. Oh. oh. Look at nugget. you over here. Nugget. Oh, oh nugget, nugget. Oh, oh, did oh, I get a nugget? nugget? That's a nugget right there. Oh. Yeah. My first nugget. Yeah. Is that your first My nugget? My first nugget. Oh, you should be just slapping them down like you have to control. <laughs> right? You could be nuggeting like just your name, like nugget. Oh yeah, MTI nugget. You know, I'm telling you, nice. That was a true nugget though. Yeah, because yeah man. Of course, you're gonna go by another email. What am I retarded? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can't say that. Oh. And send us your photos of any. your photos of any fish in a diaper because it's no, a, man, some of them are really I hilarious. I think it's more um, mechanical than that. I think there's there's some evil. I think there's evil, evil, evil afloat because no one's really. You said they die fish when they milkers. when they die. Oh, what Filthy fish milkers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that could be the other. Yeah, there's all that too. Oh. See the option. The bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Dave. You're so really good at it. I think Dave. Secretly, is that one of their employees? He's just not telling us. Right. <laughs> He's got his own home, home, home tilapia. He's just yeah. Tilapia, practicing. tilapia work well in Colorado. <laughs> He's been practicing on his own home, <laughs> home tilapia in the bath. Um, no, but I would like an Eto Pro. So hook me up, brother. Like an old you know, or, or, the, or, or the source. Sure. Let's get one over um, here. One of, so we, we should pretty much do our shout outs. Now we, we did it all. We gave away the we, we did gave, it all. We did the giveaways. We did it all. We did it all. Tommy yep. gave away he, he he succeeded. He did his giveaway. We didn't even have to like but we're still gonna give away another five gallons or five liters because we know he wants to see that that matrix. We want to see the matrix guys. So get the yeah. work. Yeah, the matrix of fish. It's easy. It's a, it's not a, I can't How about see. somebody on the chat room right now? Can anybody use a five liters of fish shit? Like you have a garden going and you're willing to start the side by side trial right now. You just took some cuts. But you and, draw, uh, you draw the matrix. You know? Can't get around that. So draw it out. <laughs> and uh just draw it. Anybody there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Rosin dogs just gave his seal of approval. Holy so you God. know it works. Which one? Like the the Ozo? Or the No fish shit works. Oh fish shit. Okay. So, yeah. He he's the oh, Ozo. No, he's on he's, to the Ozo a, he's our Ozo expert. He's the only one who experienced the, <laughs> the, Ozo, the Ozo effect. So he's all he's all amped up. See how quick he is on the Yeah, on anybody the, if you're keyboard? drinking fucking Folgers, fuck you. Drink some Ozo. No, Get out there. Ozo it, coffee. It's it's a, it is fucking top notch. And the thing is, like like you said, when when we asked Tommy if he drank coffee, he went, Oh yeah, like that's the kind of guys we want. The guys who are like cranking it out. Boom, boom, boom. Drink Tommy, they got, you're going to be so you're, impressed. You'll drink less. Okay. All right. All right. You'll, you'll, you'll be like, next time I'm on, I will give you my opinion of Ozo coffee. If I hear that you bought it ground, I'm going to really, I'm not going to feel good about it. You buy whole bean and you grind it right before you're going to brew it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If Come you haven't got the grinder, you go get one. That's it. It yeah, would be like me. taking a pound of your finest sage and. Yeah, you can't. Especially and, uh, with five, especially with five things because yeah. you will never get to it in time. So you have to know. You have to do it whole bean, grind it. 
proper. You're going to love it. Anger. Trust me. Yeah. And uh, Syndicate is on, obviously, Rosin Dogs. Come on, Syndicate. It's on every single, I just go to my uh, my Apple platform. I got it on Apple. It, yeah. And it's Rosin Dogs. Scroll back an hour or two in the show, and in the chat, uh, Mark posted a link. You can just click it, and it'll pull up on your iPhone. That's right. Um, so, yeah, let's do the wind down. down the wind down. The show wind down. Uh, do shout outs. Any shout outs you got there while you're with us, Tommy? What do you got? You got some good ones? Um, yeah, just a uh, big shout out to, to uh, Green Planet and uh, Canada and all my folks out there. Thank you for using and loving us. We love you guys. That's awesome. And uh, obviously, fish shit. Pretty easy to find because you can just pop that when there's not that much competition. You got fishy, you got the UK one that comes up when you check out that Instagram, of course. But you are the regular fish head farms, is yours, I think, right? So, mm -hmm. on Instagram, and then, um, yeah, if they want to, if obviously they ask for the man himself, Tommy, if you got any direct questions, but for the most no part, calls, no calls, no, 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 you gotta, he has people for that now, dude. Well, he's, oh. <laughs> Come on, look at this guy. Best part He's, of my day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, if you haven't tried it yet, definitely get it on your regimen. And, you got it. And if you guys have any questions, too, you can just jump into the Fish Shit Test Group. There's a lot of great info on it. I was like 16, 1,700 members, Fish Shit Test Group on Facebook. Great community. If you have any question, there isn't a question that goes unanswered. Well, you're officially our um, most, uh, the highest done deal discount at 25% off. So we really appreciate that. And anybody listening to this, if you're not taking advantage of it, so, you don't know shit. Yeah. So you could be selling your friends fish shit and getting free fish shit. <laughs> oh. That's the done deal, right? You, you got to like pour it and it's really disgusting and it's not a great, you'd be like, this is not the thing to be slanging. But in general, <laughs> you could be, you could get away with getting free fish shit if you work that, if you work that deal, that 25% deal. I'm telling you. So there's, there always, there's always an angle. That was it. That's what I learned as a, as a high school kid in Rhode Island is there's always an angle, right? Right, Tom? Oh, got to hustle. <laughs> hustle life. You got to do it. Um, I want to thank all of the sponsors, obviously, and I want to thank uh, my beautiful wife, Cece, little Nick. Chat gang. Chat Area gang. 420. Oh, yeah, the list goes on. Ross the Rob. Ross the Rub. Uh, my friend Turk Pearls. My friend Next week me. we're gonna try to have Chris He's Hubbard back. from Hubbard Glass on. We'll show off the bongs he made, the, the rigs he made for us, Finally. and uh, and we'll get you 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 information on his um, online tutorials, yes. and uh, that'll be fun for sure. And uh, let's see, yeah, like we said, uh, shout out to all the crew down there at Area Four Twenty. We'll be we'll be down there again onto the uh, Hooper Springs. When it, that was pretty sick. If you're down in that area. Heather's going to be on Halloween Wars again on Sunday. Oh. So make sure you tune in. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, how's your SOFB swag going? Did they, did they oh. miss you? Were you gone and now you're fired? They fire you? Or they like, no, they didn't. They're like, the show is so much better without MTI. It was yeah, like, wow, right. Let's just fucking not What the it. fuck? It happens. Can't be. It, it can can't be. Of, I can do a little prodding on him once in a while. Yeah, for sure. A little bit. That's good. Sure. So, until he starts giving bit. us that look. You know the look, Dave? Nah. Yeah. I know the fucking look. <laughs> I don't got no look. <laughs> until I see the look, I can just do yeah. what I want. And then, then I you see know the you look went way too go, far already. Right, it's time to stop. He could, he could snap and kill us all. You never know. Yeah, that's it. That's mm. it. Yeah. Um, and uh, Thank you, Mark. You got any shout-outs? Uh, Sofabab.com. That's it. Oh. Anybody else? Uh, 
Shout out to my girlfriend, Bonnie. Uh, there you go. There you go. See? There you there go. He was prodding for her. I said, my beautiful wife, Cece, you have to kind of follow up. You know, you got to keep it going. Right. Dave got it. shouted out his wife there, just pulling off the real deal. She's really running the show. Dave, she wears the pants around Dave's house. You can already tell. <laughs> I told you something. Dave, Dave stays yeah. in his jam jams all day <laughs> and just eats bagels. And They're not the jam jams. Shuffles, They're Superman and pants. Shuffles around the house a little bit. Here, yes. shuffle over here. Just shuffle up against. <laughs> shuffle up against. There the he Superman is right there. Jam. Yeah, we got we got the shuffle off against himself. All right, uh, see you guys next week. Be careful if you're skydiving. Skydiving. Well, yeah, really. Oh, for sure. Be if you, if you watch this show expecting to learn how to skydive from Tommy, you, you failed. Failed. This, this, is the <laughs> this, is the, this is the show. You didn't learn shit. Miserably. <laughs> except for what not to do. Watch out for the D bags. That's what I heard. Yeah. And yeah. You gotta keep an eye on your D bag. And that's true. And, and that's true in life. <laughs> and that's true in life. You gotta watch your D bag. We gotta watch everything. Yep. You, gotta, you gotta watch out for D bags. Keep jokes. your eyes off my D bag. Oh yeah, Joe, you fucker. Uh, yeah, so. Joe. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it...